Welcome to the Intoxicated Podcast, a weekly comedy talk show that dives into the personal lives of comedians, experts, and creators. I'm your host, Sarah McClellan, a very amateur stand-up comedian and self-proclaimed sad girl. It's the comedy podcast with a lot of heart. Feel hard and talk hard. This is the Intoxicated Podcast. Sarah, cut that. (laughs) I need to cut in with you saying that. Sarah, cut that. I almost want a soundbite of just your voice saying, Sarah, cut that. <laughs> Every time you something. Like whenever something goes awry, and we Sarah, can- cut that. <laughs> cut it out. Oh, I love full health. <laughs> How do you do that? Cut. Cut it out. Cut it out. <laughs> Anyways. Oh my gosh, everybody. Welcome back to the Intoxicated Podcast. We are here. We almost forgot to schedule an intro and it almost didn't happen. But here we are. Here we are on another episode. And hey, you guys, um, we have voicemails. So excited for these voicemails. We have some voicemails to play. I'm here. Obviously, you guys know my voice. You know Sarah's voice at this point. Hi, I hope you know my voice by now. Yeah, you should. It's me, producer Sarah. And it's me, ho Sarah. Host and producer Sarah. Wow. Sarah squared. Sarah squared. Bum, bum, bum. Um, we were doing voicemails for a bit on the show, and we always wanted voicemails, and then all of a sudden, we got two voicemails. So we're going to play those right now. So let's get to the first voicemail to kick this intro off. Um, this first voicemail is from the great past guest, Clifton Cremo. Are we ready to hear from Clifton? Ooh, I'm ready. Let's do this. Hello, it's your good friend Clifton Cremo here. I know what it's like to try to, you know, waffle on a subject and not take a stance, but I want you to take a stance right now. Which sign is the worst and don't say leo because i'm a leo i want to know who is the worst alienate one twelfth of your listeners thanks bye (laughs) i love that question so funny story behind this so we recorded last week's intro and we both went home and got ready for bed and then I found out that I had this voicemail. So we've been waiting a week to answer this question. I've been holding this in for a whole week. So we're both astrology nerds. Um, Sarah, you are a... I'm an Aquarius. And I am a Pisces. I love Pisces. That's my favorite sign. What? Yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. so sweet of you. You are the best. We're a combination of all the signs, apparently. Exactly. We're the last that's, that's why you're the best. Mm-hmm. We're kind of a mixed bag of... Uh, Sad and magical. Sad and fiery, I'd say. Sad, fiery, fiery? and magical. Definitely, yeah. Because we're very, very water. Yeah. But, but like, like you guys are also, you're like an ocean. Mm. Except maybe not as calm as an ocean. (laughs) You're like a, yeah, yeah, no, you're like the ocean. Fair enough. So we both love astrology. We both have some opinions on this. Um, I think we, we all, we both have signs, like a a couple signs that we probably don't like so much, you know, but like if we had to pick one, what would it be? So we're going to try to say, we're going to say at the same time, the sign we think 
is the worst sign if we had to pick one. All right. Ready. One. Okay. So I'm going to count to three. Okay. And I'm going to say it after. We're going to say it after three. So not on three. After not three. on three after okay. three. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. Ready? Okay. Oh, God. I'm, why am I scared? <laughs> Are you nervous? Kind of. But it's going to be amazing nervous. if we pick the same one. Yeah. Okay. One, two, three. Capricorn. Gemini. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> fucking real gemini's up there for me too but there's a lot of people in my life that i love that are gemini's me too so that's why i'm leery to say that they're number one on my hate list because actually some of my favorite people are avon was a gemini well some of my favorite wow some of my favorite people are gemini's too like okay jade's a gemini hey. she's my one of my best friends dustin's Shut a gemini jade. jade a good my, gemini jade a good gemini dustin my dad my sister dustin's whole entire family basically my niece like i have people that i love that are gemini's but holy fuck okay so what about gemini's do not like like what makes it the worst for you so, so much is it the they're all very i love you guys i love you guys so much but they're all very opinionated and they're all very i want to say aggressive in a way inconsistent inconsistent well, the whole they thing all, about Gemini's is that I think the main thing people say is that they're two-faced. Yeah. But I don't too. know. That's not, I can see not that. been my experience with Gemini's. The reason I that's picked half my experience. Capricorns is, I don't know. I've just never connected with a Capricorn. And they're very matter of fact. And they're almost mm. too logical for me. I don't like a sign that's like, and Virgo might be up there too when I yeah, say too Virgo's logical. Yeah, Virgo's definitely like that. Like I would yeah. say like Capricorns, Virgos, um, and I would say Gemini's for me are like my top three. I most it's funny because, and I guess say Sarah, Aquarius sometimes, <laughs> only sometimes, only sometimes. That's offensive. Aquarius not, is the best sign. So not you. Um, but remember, your rising has a lot to do with it too. Yeah, I'm mostly Capricorn. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I, I'm not even offended because I hate the fact that I'm mostly Capricorn. Because like all of my planets, except yeah. for my sun sign and my moon sign, are all in Capricorn. Really? Yeah. And like my, I now that I know a lot about astrology, I'm like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. I connect to Capricorns a lot. Whoa. Well, okay. And I'm also going to be real. Whenever I think of the most hated sign, I'm picturing the male version of it. Yeah. Fuck men. <laughs> Um, uh, uh, so i'm thinking of specifically male capricorns I'm that i've interacted with both because like <laughs> this excludes jade from this because yes. like she's not like i don't consider her a gemini because she doesn't no, fall in that category for me. Like, she just doesn't represent all. that i see her as more like water or fire yeah she's more like a leo to me Oh, I Gemini. could totally see Leo. Yeah, because she's yeah, she's very fiery and she's just she's the best. I just want to say Travis is shaking his head right now because he hates astrology <laughs> and we pictured an astrology question oh for his episode. <laughs> so sorry, sorry, Travis. Travis. <laughs> Shout out to Travis. He's a Taurus hey. and I am Taurus dominant in my chart. So That's much love fun. for Taurus. Yeah. Um, we have another voicemail though. Mm. Shall we play it? Mm -hmm. Okay, so we have one more voicemail to play before we get to the episode. So the next voicemail is from, it just says Dr. Johnson. 
<laughs> so let's hear Okay, it. then. Hi. This is Dr. Johnson calling from the AIDS clinic at QE2. I'm looking for Sarah McClellan. <laughs> Listening to your podcast gave me AIDS, and I'm an AIDS doctor. So that's crazy. I, I hope all is well. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what's that? No, never mind. <laughs> Sounded kind of like Albert. I was going to say, was that Albert? It was the giggle of the end for me. <laughs> it was the accent that came through for me. The Albert Coons <laughs> accent. <laughs> well, buddy, I'm sorry that the podcast gave you AIDS, but I still got a download out of you. So I win. Yeah. <laughs> Sucks that we're going to die from AIDS or <laughs> someone's going to die. Still got your download. Thank uh, you so much for subscribing. Yeah. Woohoo. Woo. AIDS. <laughs> Woo. Intoxicated. <laughs> We support everything on this podcast. We support you. <laughs> Even though we caused it. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> so those were great. I want more voicemail. So if you if you want to send a voicemail in, you can do that. Um, there is a link in the description of this podcast to send in a voicemail, or you can email your questions to intoxicatedpodcast at gmail.com. All right. This week's episode, you guys, this is a big one. This is... A returning guest. This guest has been on the podcast, we think, a total of seven times, although that might be off. But this would be his fourth, fourth solo episode That's on amazing. the podcast. Four Holy. solo episodes. Okay, so I guess he's okay at comedy. He's all right. He's pretty funny, I guess. <laughs> yeah. You know? I mean... Uh, he's only been doing it for 13 years he's only been yeah just a mere a mere 13 years what is that lots of credits to his name jfl halifax comedy festival he has a current comedy album out called the kid it is all right but as of today has another comedy album out called killed at the funeral so today's guest is travis Lindsay, the kid the kid returns and the kid was in a mood for this one. <laughs> but even if he was in a mood, he was still a fountain of knowledge. Yes. And he was still, yeah, he was still great. I mean, always regardless. such a pleasure to have Travis on. I mean, this was just, I mean, this is a longer episode, you guys. I've been keeping them, you know, under two hours lately, but we're going to make it longer for this one because I'm always going to do that for Travis because it's always a great conversation. Um, we got into a lot of stuff and honestly, I saw a different side of Travis in this episode. It was very interesting. He opened up about some mental health things that I think was like fascinating to hear from someone like him who everyone sees as always killing it and, you know, doing so well and stuff like that. So that's why I love these conversations. Cause you get to find out like more about who someone is behind I guess, like, how they are on stage. Do you know what I mean? You, like, so. get to cut them open and see their insides. That's essentially what we did with Travis for this yeah, episode. it was great. And it was epic. And we also talked a lot about comedy as well. So there's a lot of good comedy discussion and life discussion and a lot of hot takes and a lot of rants. Ah, it was great. So you guys need to check out Travis Lindsay's 
new comedy album killed at the funeral it is available wherever you find comedy albums i will leave a link in the description you gotta you gotta check it out i was there for this album recording actually oh it was fun. at the carlton so i was nice. there for the late night taping of this oh yeah i remember that yeah that was yeah and i was actually there for travis's first album taping as well so if you ever get a chance to uh go to an album taping of a comedian do it it's really special i was whose album taping did i see sophie buttle maybe oh i think nice yeah it was really fun it's a really cool thing because really what a comedy album is is a comic going here are like my best hits for like oh. an era of my time as a comedian and here they that'd are be, that'd be really fun to do actually just right? record an album and like really perfected stuff and like they're like this is what i got here you go it. you can hear it forever and ever and always the end that's right so you gotta check out killed at the funeral um do make sure to follow travis as well on instagram and twitter he is great on twitter i feel like with travis Whenever something goes down, he's one of the first people I look up on Twitter to see what they're saying about it. <laughs> so you got to give him a follow on those things as well. But this was an epic episode. I hope you guys enjoy it. I hope it doesn't get either of us canceled. Um, <laughs> producer Sarah nervous laughs. I mean, I'm fine. I was just here yeah, listening. Exactly. I mean, I'm you were good. just watching it all. You, you know, I just took notes. I don't know. That's right. Um, yeah, and if you're digging the podcast, do make sure you're subscribed wherever you're listening. Um, leave us an iTunes rating or review. It really helps out the show. And give Intoxicated a follow on social media, Facebook and Instagram at Intoxicated Podcast. Check out the YouTube channel. YouTube videos usually come out the weekend of the Friday release, so usually Saturday or Sunday. I am wearing the Boys Club t-shirt again in this video for the second time. I don't usually do that, but I just had to do it for travis it's just kind of a rule now if any of the boys club members are on the show i'm wearing that t-shirt it's just gonna happen um, i wear a 21 pilots t-shirt no one's gonna see that though but i just need everyone to know that i'm wearing that t-shirt. <laughs> it looks great <laughs> thanks <laughs> well you guys that's it i hope you guys have a great week and i hope you enjoy this epic episode with the amazing, hilarious, incredibly talented Mr. Travis Lindsay. assumption segment which is like what i assume about you yeah but i didn't think of one for you so we might have to skip that one you can try unless i can think of one Mm. do you have any assumptions with travis um i assume you're a cool guy (laughs) (laughs) that's nice disagree couldn't be be more wrong (laughs) couldn't be more wrong <laughs> I've, okay yeah, i'll try to think of something I'll try to come up with something but oh my gosh you guys this is wonderful we are back on the intoxicated podcast uh today on the show is a guest who's been on this podcast many many times yeah i meant to do the math and calculate how many hours of travis mm. Lindsay stuff is on the internet yeah so but i didn't do it but it's a lot yeah uh 
uh, this would be your fourth solo, I think. I think so, yeah. Fourth yeah. solo. You did an episode with Martin, episode with Chris. Yeah. Episode Dan. with Dan. That's seven. Yeah. There's live no stuff. The, all the live I've stuff. Been, yeah, I've been on pretty much all the live. With so Andrew. he's an intoxicated yeah. regular. Yeah. And I am always so glad to have him back on the podcast. <laughs> uh, he's okay at comedy, I guess. You yeah. know. Third best. Third best comedian in Halifax, Nova Scotia, Travis Lindsay. Hey, hello. <laughs> That's me. Number three. Can't crack silver, can ya? No, no. <laughs> No. Well, surprisingly, it's hard to beat a group of eight people and then someone with 400,000 followers. Who knew? Who knew that uh, a single comedian doing it for 13 years, 13 uh, years. Can't, uh, can't, can't beat a group of eight and, and then a, a woman with uh, millions of people who know who she is? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, but uh, that's all right. But, you know. Uh, third is better than nothing, Travis. So congratulations. Mm, I'd rather have nothing because then I'm. Would not you pre- rather? Yes, because then I'm not pressured to show up to the fucking event. Oh. And go hi, I'm third place. Because no one gives a fuck who you are. Are they having an event? I don't know. I hope not. I'm not. I'm not going. <laughs> I'm not gonna go. That would be. I gotta say, so funny. I don't just see. Go just like COVID. Yeah, that's Probably a blessing not. in disguise. But yeah. but things are back. Like like I I don't. It feels like things are pretty normal. Concerts are happening. Shows yeah, are happening. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's, it's insanity. Like. It is. I went to the Halifax um, Unplugged, Comedy yeah, Fest yeah, Unplugged. Yeah. And that was full capacity show. Yeah. And I was sitting there going, this feels really the only difference is you wear a mask when you stand up. Like yeah. You, it feels damn close to normal. Yeah. There was like a concert last night at the Cohen. Alan Doyle was at the Cohen, full capacity. Mm-hmm. Like... Things are back. I don't think COVID can be an excuse anymore, to be honest. I think it can. It can. I think with like I it gets bad now. Yeah, it all depends on how bad it is. You know, it's just going to be more regulated. Uh, yeah. You know. Yeah. But Travis, holy shit. You've had a year. This is like your year, I feel like. Is it? Um, maybe that's my <laughs> assumption is that I feel like it's your year and maybe it's not as good as it seems. No, of course it is. It, but lots, uh, is ha- lots yeah, going on. Yeah, a lot of good stuff has happened, uh, <laughs> today excluded. Uh, <laughs> you know, and they, I'm the, yeah, it doesn't matter that I've had 300 amazing days. You know, my brain goes, right. this one sucks. Oh, this so, is, today is the, the stumble on a punchline. Yeah, everything seems In, that, everything seems like two years ago, go, you know, looking back now, like even all the good stuff. Um, and now it's not because of the fucking coast. I don't. That doesn't mean anything. You, you there's a lot going on with you. You've you've gone from sort of being someone who purely did stand up. You're now in a writing role. Yeah. Which is different. Mm-hmm. Are you enjoying actually writing for other people? Yeah, I, I mean, I like the job. I like, you know, I like writing jokes and stuff, and that's all I'm getting. You know, having to do all this write jokes and and shit but um it's harder for sure to not have your voice which at the same time you don't want you don't want someone to burn something that would work for you right and there are plenty of times when i'm writing where i go nah this is mine yeah this is mine. you know <laughs> that's good Go you ahead. don't get this baby you know i am mm. i am a surrogate but every now and then i keep one of the kids for myself like i love that metaphor that's a good metaphor you know, yeah 
Yeah, because writing for someone else's voice is... It's hard. It's really, you know, really hard. Sometimes you give you give them this baby, and next thing you look around, it's in the dumpster, and you go, what the fuck? I just gave you this healthy baby, and now he's digging in the trash. Is you know. there a weird thing where, like, you see something you've written, and you like you see it do really well or get a good response, and you just go, "Yes, it's still a win for it's still a yeah, win." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like copy jokes. Yeah, or, yeah. When they get a big, yeah, you know, boom, because that's like really in your voice and yeah, you know, stuff and um, those are where you feel. That's what I personally like the best is when a copy joke gets like a good, you know, reaction, good response. Yeah, because you're like that's mine. Yeah, and I feel like that when I give someone the tag or something, you know. Yeah, you know, on the show and they use it and it works, and I go, okay, nice. yeah, yeah. I think so, so many people are scared to take tags from other comics. So it's like, no, you're you're turning down a gift. Yeah, yeah. If, and, if you, you know, if you like it, that's yeah, it. Yeah. If you don't like it, don't take it. Yeah, if it doesn't work for you, then whatever. But you really, like a, a comic giving a tag is like, here's a present for yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. Here's a, you know, take yeah. do. I've just given you an extra six seconds of material. Yeah, you know, which is always good. Yeah. So how how are you dealing with all these things going on? Um, <laughs> okay. Are you overwhelmed? Uh, a little. We're about to go on a hiatus uh, for Christmas time, so I'm gonna have like a month off of nice. of writing stuff, which is good. But I mean, at the same time, I'm like looking at my. I'm like, I don't have any sets booked. I don't have any <gasps> shows coming up, um, which is kind of scary. For December. Want, yeah, yeah. I still want to do sets and everything. But I don't have anything in the books right now, which is like not fun. I got stuff afterwards. I got stuff in February and I got stuff in April. And Right. But, you know, in the next couple of weeks, I don't have anything. And that's kind of putting me in a little panic. Head up Mr. Clifton Karma. Yeah, Clifton probably. Help you out. Have something on the go. Yeah. Man, the feeling of being safe and then all of a sudden not feeling safe. And yeah. Then feeling safe and then not feeling safe. Yeah. It's not something everyone can do. No, no, you go, you go nuts. You know, you have so much, so much stuff. You're in it, and then as soon as you kind of get to the end of the pile, you go, "Fuck!" Got to scramble. Yeah, yeah. And there's no reason for me to scramble. I have. There's no need for me. I could take a month off. I'm good, but uh, I don't want to be. That off, a month know. is a long time. Yeah, it's a lot for me. That's th- that is my relaxation is mm. being on stage and which is so funny. you know, and, which is so hilarious to us. Because we are so anxious about going on stage that it doesn't feel like relaxing yeah. at all. No. Oh, get me, you know. Let me take a break from the world for 48 minutes, you know. Just do all of the open mics every week. Just, yeah, yeah. You're not going to get paid it, for them, but. Yeah. No, no. I'm going to show up and hit mics. Again, I just hate asking people and taking up time if I don't feel like I'm contributing new shit. Um <laughs> Huh? Yeah. It makes me think of Sarah. What you the, yesterday? The moment that you uh, uh, asked. So she asked Dave for a spot. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. I just found this funny because it's just interesting how comics think, and we're all very mm-hmm. humble people who just don't. We never think we're deserving of anything. Yeah. And uh, she asked Dave for a spot, and Dave gave her a ladies' night. Mm-hmm. She got offered ladies' night, and then mm-hmm. she goes, "I feel like Dave is only." Um, giving me a spot because I asked. <laughs> I feel like he just oh, came to ladies night because I point? asked him for yeah. a spot that wasn't ladies night though. Like I just asked him for a regular spot and mm-hmm. he's like, do you want ladies night? And I was like, oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I took it, but yeah, it was just a funny moment because yeah. I was just like, but you wanted a spot. Oh well, yeah, those are usually the better shows too. Yeah. You know, so. Have you done the Foggy Funnies yet? 
No, no. So that's an done. interesting new room. Yeah. Uh, it's encouraging. <laughs> Okay. That's why I like it so much. <laughs> okay. It's an encouraging space. Yeah. Um, and it's a little bit weird setup wise, though, because you're kind of in this corner mm-hmm. and then the other section, like the crowd is in like another section, yeah. which is like fairly close to you. But you're kind of off from the crowds. OK, so it feels kind of weird sometimes. I don't know if you found that, Sarah. Did you find that? No, I love it. Okay. I love how it's set up because like the crowd's not right in your face like it usually is. See, oh, I like okay. that. Yeah. I don't like being far away. Me I, neither. I can't connect. It's it's harder to connect with people when you're... Now, when you're starting out, of course, that feels better to... You're, feel, feel safer. Like, yeah, you feel like, oh, they can't hurt me. Um, but in, in the long run, yeah, you want them. You want them close. It, 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 it It's actually easier for you to get them on your side and... Yeah. Uh, like you, cause yeah, this distance kills momentum. It kills connection. Yeah. Um, you, you appear more like a fucking tiger yeah. in, at, at the zoo Yeah. than, uh, you know, someone who's like right here in the room with them. I would agree. There, there's an invisible cage when you're separated. Um, which is why yeah. I sometimes find barely strange to do when that front area is not full. Yeah. It feels like that. Yeah, and that can that's the usually the difference between a good beerlies and a bad beerlies is having people just there. In the front. Even if everyone else is kind of spread out, the fact that there's those people are there, these people up here will kind of listen. These people here will listen. Cause yes. you know, if they look down, they don't see anyone there, they go, Well, no one's paying attention to the show. You know, this is not a thing worth looking at if people aren't sitting. Yeah. And I'm very against restaurants doing comedy. I guess it depends on the restaurant. Like, you know, uh, L's was a good time. L's was a good setup. On Matt Baker's taking over L's now. Oh, yeah? Well, that's yeah. good. That's great. Hit Matt Baker up. Yeah. Yeah, I'm yeah, sure yeah. He could probably hook you up with something. Yeah. Um, L's I've only been to once, I think. Mm-hmm. It was pretty good. But even then, like, if the tables are all... I don't know. I think it's table placement, too. Mm-hmm. Like, if they're set up in a way that it's like, we're all watching a show. This is a show's happening. Mm-hmm. And also there's a stage there, so that helps. Yeah. I, I just find District 5 to be the toughest room. For for me personally. Mm-hmm. I've never Oh, it can be, but I think that's there. more of a Darthmouth thing than a room thing. Do you think? Yeah. Do yeah. You think? Yeah. Darth oh, not, that's interesting. Darthmouth is not uh good at paying attention. They have a very low <laughs> attention. But I think that's also because they don't get a lot of performance shit there. That's I don't true. know how much There's live music and there. stuff is going on there. There's, I don't know about like any real big karaoke night. You know, mm. that, this could just be pure ignorance, but it does seem like it's less of a performance uh, place for for sure. That's very true. Yeah. I've often said like every time I go, mm. I'm like, I feel yeah. like they don't like me because yeah. they can smell the hell of Yeah. Like I've had fun at those shows there, <laughs> but it, it's not, it's not like, it's like, oh, that was a set that made me better. It was like, a, oh, I survived. Yeah. I got some laughs. I got through. Yeah. Yes. You know. Every time. But it's, you know, you need those rooms too. Those rooms make you better as well. They make you tougher. Yeah. Tough skin. I've never had fun. Just yeah, just to, yeah, and you know, you shouldn't always have fun. This is, you know, yes. this is show business. Yeah, <laughs> like there's still fucking work involved. It's a great point. You know, yeah, yeah. you shouldn't always have fun. No. Then there's other like I, I always have fun at Gus's. Like even if it's bad, I have fun. Yeah, because everyone's usually in the same boat. You know, 
Yeah. <sighs> oh boy. Oh boy. <gasps> but you just recorded an, a new album. I did. Second album. I did. It, it'll be out on the uh, 26th. <clears throat> so I don't know when this airs. I actually, I could drop this right on the 26th if, you, if, that would, yeah, if that you'd works. like. Yeah, sure. Because I recorded with Luba Magnus yesterday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And technically I could put hers out then, but I can just put yours out. On the day that your album comes out, that would yeah, be that works for me. It's out now, bitches. So it's out today. Um, unless CD Baby fucks up again. No, no, I got an email today being like, it's in, you know, it's good to go. Good. Yeah, finally. <laughs> when so, that happened, I was just like, are you kidding it me? It was the This most would only happen to you. Miserable thing. Oh, that's so funny. To try and, because I just wanted to be able to submit for Juno's. Right. Um, and it had to be out by the 5th. And I was like, well, shit. Um, this thing's taking forever. I wasn't expecting to get it back in time, so I had totally written off Juno's. And then uh, Richard got it to me, and, uh, you know, it was perfect and sounded amazing. Yeah. And uh, I was like, okay, well, I'm, I'm, I was like, I can still do it, but Dan's got one coming out. <laughs> and yeah. I, and I literally messaged Dan being like, are you going to hate me if I release this thing? I don't want to step on your fucking toes. I don't want to. Because your the original date was before Dan. Yeah, right? yeah, it was so three days second? before Dan's, yeah. and just so I can get it out and submit it, like I, yeah, like it wasn't even like I was like I won't probably won't even promote it like too much. I just want I just need to have it out there so I yeah. can submit it for this thing. Yeah. Um. So I'm not sitting on on it for a year and then being like I hate this album. Right. Uh. And then so yeah, everything lined up, and then it just was in the inspection queue and the inspection queue, and then I was like I got to look at this thing, and I saw that uh, my last track was not listed as part of the tracks being inspected so i had to resubmit my goddamn thing uh re-upload all the audio and then uh, it was in the queue again and then like it just was not coming out i was like okay it's not coming out today maybe it'll still come out by the fifth and literally each day i'm watching and it's not it's not you know i'm not getting any emails i'm not getting any updates and then it became the fifth and i'm like well here's what i gotta do now i gotta go back change everything and I got to change the original release date because the original release date would still say November 2nd uh, uh, no matter when it came out yeah uh, which would then disqualify me from oh, Juno's so I had to adjust it to the 26th and uh, yeah <laughs> so, what a nightmare yeah it was just yeah it's a big hassle so if you're listening to this <laughs> throw some pity my way check out my album uh, on, on iTunes get it get it you know get it there please uh, is first. that is that the i never know where to that's where the place to get it where that's where you can get iTunes. like you know people okay. you know that's because you want that like number one spot yes because the, the charts same for podcasts yeah. apple's still the big yeah, boss yeah. yeah and it just yeah it helps us look good it really does uh support us um yeah. you know my last album came out uh two years ago now almost Holy and shit. uh recorded <laughs> recorded three years ago that's insane uh, Three years ago on the 18th. That. Uh, wow. Yeah. And um, but yeah, it's a great album. Uh, I, you know, I hope. Absolutely. It uh, is. Check it out. Um, yeah. Go. Please check it out. Yeah. Please stream, download, download, stream. Yeah, please. I did the same thing. I don't know. Please check it out. My best friend died uh, for this album. Uh, <gasps> oh, my God. I missed- <laughs> you about the name so your first album the kid is all right yeah, yeah, yeah um the second album is killed at the funeral yes yeah, what's yeah. the story behind uh, well i mean i think i kind of know well but. yeah that's that's more or less credit to uh good old daniel allen uh, oh really who, who came up to me at vaughn's uh, funeral after we all had done our open mic 
Oh, the at, at economy. Yeah, the, yeah. It, no, 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 no. I mean, at the funeral where oh. we all went up and did. Oh, five right. <laughs> Some people doing old bits and shit. Um, and uh, and Daniel came up to me and goes, "Leave it, leave it to you to to kill at a funeral." That's perfect. And, and then I was like, "Oh yeah, okay." So that's the you know that's the album title title and. Uh, you just know right away. Tribute. Yeah, I, th- I think so. Name? Well, yeah, I had a couple jot it down, and then when I realized, like, I, yeah, I am going to have that little Andrew story in there. Um, yeah, there was no other no other name for it. But um, I love that idea, though. Just yeah. the idea that comedy is, like, something that you can't escape. Like, you, you will be turning to it, like, to express mm-hmm. yourself, even at, a, like, something like a funeral. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. It's my, like, it's, that's really cool. It's my weighted blanket. <laughs> Just fucking oh, jokes. I love that. Mm. <laughs> when did comedy actually get to be a way to blanket for you? Because as we were just saying about how, like, when you're new, it's very anxiety-inducing, it's very stressful. Uh, but like, when did it? When when did it get to a point where you were like, "This is comfortable and this is my home now"? Uh, January twentieth, two thousand nine, when I walked on stage <laughs> for the first time. What really? Yeah, I uh, nerves and shit were always there. But pre-show anxiety is not, again, once I'm, ah. you know, g- going up in a plane to me is always scarier than landing. Because mm. uh, once I'm up there, fuck it. There's only, it's I'm either crashing or I'm landing. I got, I have no control over this now. Um, you know, it's the takeoff that scares me. It's not jumping out of a plane. It's strapping on the parachute and hopping in. Uh, it's always that, that me sick. it's the walking up to the stage. Yeah. It's the getting your yeah. first couple words out. Mm-hmm. Those first couple jokes yeah. are always like really like, yeah, can the, be really rocking. The scariest moment of getting punched is the wind up. Uh, <laughs> Once you get hit, there's nothing you can fucking do. Yeah. You know, it, it's this going like, oh, is this going to suck or I'm going to be okay. And, uh, you know, so far. And I'm perhaps okay. no, uh, no other thing will test you for that than bulleting. <laughs> You think? I mean, bulleting. I mean, I guess the, you can see how the house is doing. Yeah, but when the house gotta, isn't really doing it, yeah, it's sure as scary. No, of, of, of course, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. I mean, bulleting bulleting's not fun for anyone. Um, you really gotta hope the host did it all right for you uh, to set up. But you know, after a while, you get it is what it is. You know. That third spot, that fourth spot is always the safety zone. Love always... third and fourth. Yeah. Of course. It's an easier, you know, the bumpers are up a little. Uh, the end can also be challenging because you might be dealing with a tire crowd. Yeah, which is the worst, you know. When you're on late, you're constantly looking at the clock. being like, okay, the show's been going on this long now. The show's been going on. Yeah, and, and like not even the time of what time it is. It's just how long have people been sitting in this room listening to people. Yeah. Tell jokes. You know, you, people can only handle so much. They really, really. And penultimate can, is also stressful because it's yeah. like you need to set, set up the crowd good for the headliner. Mm-hmm. Um, But you're like, it's always funny whenever I see you on a mic because I know, I always know if you're not headlining, no. you're going to be the, the second last. <laughs> like, I just know. Or bullet. You might get bullet sometimes. Yeah, I might get bullet. It depends on where, you know, where I'm at. But if, you're never in the middle. I'm busy or I'm. No. <laughs> but, that's either, but you earn that. You earn that shit. Thirteen yeah, years, people. But Thirteen years. It's not even, you know, earn it. It's usually like, you know, can I go 
Mm. Within the first couple, because I got another show or something, or right. or it's I'm on penultimate because I'm doing warm up at 22, and you right. know I'm doing some other work, and I can't get there until then. Are you still doing warm up? Yeah, I still yeah. do. I still do it's the warm up awesome. every Monday and stuff, and which is fun. Get to be a little looser and a little more me. I still think Halifax needs a late night open mic. Yeah, if there's you 10 know, p.m. If, start, if people are willing to show up. Absolutely on a weekend. You know, that could be that could be fun. I mean, High Life used to start late. Yeah. You know, we we try to time it up so as soon as someone was done yucks, they could come up on that Thursday and Exactly. Like if you're there anyway, why not do yeah. two in a night? Because I'd love to do two shows in a night sometime. That would be Yeah, so no, it's fun. Especially when it's in different venues. Yeah. You know, it's cool to go and you know, show up with one group of comics, show up with some newer comics there, you know. Yeah. You haven't seen yet tonight and Yeah, that's would be the best, yeah, you know. Um. So okay, we're gonna get we're gonna get into the a segment here. Mm-hmm. I think you're excited for this one. I think you need it. So um, we're gonna get into the rant segment. I need to rant, <laughs> and uh, you have the floor. What is your okay. rant? Okay, here's my rant. Um, oh, shit. Actually, let me take a shot of this. Let me take a shot to kill. Salute. Oh, fuck, man. Jeez, with some vodka. This probably isn't going to be like a Dan Hendrickson rant where he just told people to watch Buffy. And it worked. I started watching Buffy. This fucking idiot. Of course he like, there's a carbon dating joke in the first episode. That's what sucked him in. Um, my rant is... Uh, is the way comedy is viewed in Halifax. Uh, with the main thing, I just realized something with the coast, which is what annoyed me. This annoys me more than anything. Not that I was third or whatever. On the then that shit matters. Um, it 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 just seems like there's a lack of knowledge and respect for comedy as an art in this city. I look at the music category. Best country performer, best rock performer, best rap performer. Yeah. Comedy. Yeah. One category. One stand up. Improvisers. Influencers. Um, <laughs> can I do two rants? Yes. You uh, can. I, think this, I think this episode will just be one big rant. It might be one rant. This is all one segment, people. <laughs> um, and that's, and that's, I think that's an unfair thing. Yeah. Uh, to have when you look, you break down. Music in so many different things, and you go, well, we can't put, you know, best rapper, a rapper, and or country music right. person in the same category, and have best musician or best singer. Um, so why can you do that for comedy when none of us do what any of the other people do? We're not in the same field. We do a, we do a similar genre of things. Mm-hmm. Improv doesn't always mean comedy. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we'll do serious improv scenes and drama scenes. That's Literally right. When I was in improv, like I've come from improv, so I don't fucking even hate improv. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like some guy down here. Um. <laughs> oh man, this is the thing about Travis's rant. Uh, he's ranting right now, but yeah, no one would have been ranting more than Vaughn. Yeah, so maybe I'm being, being channeled uh, here a little. Uh, yes, you are. So why you can't lump us all in the same thing? And that's no yeah. disrespect. To Hello City. I love those guys. I've done shows with those guys. I'm friends with those guys. They're sweethearts, uh, yeah. They don't do what I do. Yeah. And they can't do what I how do. How many people uh, in a group? You know, there's you know, there's eight of them. Eight. 
So you're doing a, a, a team project in Man, school. Yeah. You're doing one eighth of the work. Yeah. And it, it's you're two, doing it's two eight very of different things of the work, you know, like yeah. it's like it's just that's yeah. not fair based on logistics. And again, I there's nothing I have more respect for than well done improv. And that's what they do. It's it's yeah. hard to do yeah. to create shit on the spot like that. It's it doing improv made me a better comic. Yeah. Um, oh, that's but uh, I'm not, uh, you know, I'm not them. They're not me. We're not we're not the same in that regard. So it's I, a logistical I think thing. it's so stupid to lump us in together. And if you go, well, there's not that many improv. Well, then break them down. Go best improviser. Yes. You know, who's the best in the yeah, group? Yeah. Who's, the, you know, who's in, <laughs> which could in, maybe cause some shit. But at least, you know. Yeah. That's their thing. Yeah. You know, my thing is different here. It's there's an entire comedy scene of people yes. putting on shows, busting their ass, uh, creating thing here. And it doesn't get any. Love. There's show. There's queer space shows. There's you know. There's shows for new people. There's shows for experienced people. And then every time I he say I, you know, people find out I do comedy in the city. They go, where do where do you do it at? Where do you? Nobody knows. Time. And it's not that we're not advertising. We all do it, but we do it ourselves. We don't get every time there's there's a new art thing here. Some guy farted, and then the coast posts that if a guy says it's some kind of passion piece. But and then you get fucking guys working their asses off for years and and don't get any respect. Don't get any. Love, you know, to a degree, I think I've outgrown uh, being here. Um, and it's, you know, and I, 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 I am getting to the point where I'm like, setting you know, I got to I gotta maybe yeah. move on. Now that could be a couple of years from now. Still, you know, this is transit. But like, again, like also, you know, I don't take the award seriously. I take comedy seriously. The title. You know. What I, it I, is. It did. It means a lot to yes. me. Yes. Yeah. It means a lot to me. You know, when I say it's been my weighted blanket, I don't mean, I mean, before I was doing comedy, I mean, fucking four years old. Yeah. Making people laugh, de escalating shitty situations. Uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. Yep. You know, not to get too depressing and too deep, but you know, right spot, when, when, when home life was shit and, you know, <clears throat> it sounded like fucking WrestleMania. You know, mm. in outside my bedroom door, I'm I'm making my brother laugh, so he's not focusing on that shit. Comedy has has been my thing since yes. day one, and and it's what I want my career to be. It's what I want my yeah. life to be. Yeah. Uh, and when I don't see people taking it as seriously, but still trying to do these things, yeah. It, it yeah, of course it bugs me because at the end of the day, I'm trying to get not out of here because I'll always come back, but I want to be able to advance. I want to be able to work in the states. And to do that, you got to have a lot of things to go. Oh, he is a comic. Class. He is talented. He does this. So you know, even though it's a stupid fucking paper, having my name be number one gets me one step closer to getting a visa, so I can you know continue Propel. on with this career and, yeah. and provide for my friends, provide for my family, and give back to them. And when I you know I see someone going, well, I can't believe you guys didn't think I'm that funny. Then I you know I go, if you yeah. don't consider yourself a comedian. Then what? go, hey, don't do this thing. You know, I saw, yeah. you know, especially when you see people talk about all the other awards they won, and then they don't barely mention comedian. That that annoys me. That's yeah, a cool like, thing why to get. isn't it seen as something more respectful or more, I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's a strange, there seems to be this certain view of it, which it's not, people don't take it as seriously. Which is no. weird to say, because it's not... Because comedy, and is, I, yeah, it is. It is jokes and shit, but it's yeah. at the end. At the end, of the day, it's still an art. 
It's it's still an art. Yeah, I mean, you Luba know, was talking about this yesterday too, that she firmly believes it's an art. It one hundred percent is. It one hundred percent is. You know, it's it's, it's unconventional. It's storytelling. <laughs> yeah. You're hearing people's, you know, point of views. You're hearing people's, you know, perspectives on life. Yeah, at the end of the day, it's got to be funny. But it's no different than, uh, you know, using music to express yourself or using poetry to express yourself. And all these other things go like, oh, we need these. We need these. Champion these. Champion these. Comedy's not even recognized by the fucking government as an art form. And and I get, yeah, there's people over there just talking about their dicks and shit. And. But also the benefits of people laughing is a very good Are thing. It makes huge. Pe- it's huge. It helps with pain. Laughing physical is literally pain. something that helps with fucking physical pain. pain. Yes, my mom said it the other day. She was she has chronic pain, and she goes to like a support group for chronic pain. And she's like, "I think it would be awesome to have a comedy yeah. show here to make." And I was like, "That's a fucking great idea." And I don't know why mm. someone hasn't done it yet. Yeah, because it would really it would legitimately help people. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it is, and we're not up there lip syncing. We're not up there using other people's sounds to be funny. Yeah, I'm using you know my shit. It's my life experience. Your words. You know, I'm not taking fucking forgotten vines from six years ago and turning them to oh look at this new relatable content. And you know what? There should be you know you know say what we will about influencers. There should be an influencer category, and that stuff should be over there. Yeah. Because that's certainly work on its own, but it's not the same work as this. No, a funny it's influencer is not a comedian. A funny influencer, because if you want to be an You're- influencer, be an influencer. Which, oh, God, I hate that word. Be an inspirer. How about that? How about you be an inspirer? Stop trying to influence people. Oh, you're influencing people to buy shit. That's all you are. You're a fucking free commercial for people. People don't want to pay for ads anymore. People don't want to shoot commercials anymore. So they get someone who has a bunch of eyes on them to sell their shit. Yeah. You know, now I get, you know, you want to say I'm promoting healthy this, I'm promoting, you know, uh, and yeah, self-esteem. But at the end of the day, you're a clever fucking commercial. That's that's what you are. You are you are a product placement with a lot of eyes. But because there's not an ad playing before your shit and the ad is actually what you are you're presenting, you know, people people get caught off guard. Be a fucking inspire. Inspire people to do good shit. Inspire people thought to leader. be better. Be a thought leader. Sure, that's a silly word, but yeah, we'll talk that. <laughs> Why not? Uh, <laughs> I at least say it because we hear it in the podcast space a lot. Yeah, yeah. When we're pitching podcasts to like say like like people who are like entrepreneurs or yeah. stuff, we we say it as like you know, this might not like be like, you're not going to get a bunch of money for doing a mm. podcast, but it's going to make you establish as a thought leader yeah. in a certain field. I guess you would say like anyone who does a Ted talk yeah. would be a thought leader. That sounds like a dangerous word. Thought leader. Yeah. You would be a comedian thought leader. Maybe. I don't know. Cause you're, you're I hear thought leader and it sounds like, listen to what I'm saying. Don't listen to what the fuck I'm saying. If I leader say something to you, is if, the weird thing. Yeah. Leader. I don't That's want, the word that kind of makes it feel weird. Be your own leader. If if you take something from me and and you like it, good enough. But have it inspire your own goddamn thing. You, uh, the biggest influence to me, uh, we can talk about Clifton. Uh, yeah. Clifton inspired me to go buy WrestleMania tickets. He doesn't even know this. Okay, so okay, I saw this. When are, yeah. when's WrestleMania? April next year. In the uh, states? In the states in Dallas, Texas. And I've always wanted to go. And. Um, and I'm, you know, I was sitting around. I saw a commercial one. I was like, man, I gotta go someday. I got, and then I was like, fuck, someday. Yes. Look, looked at the bank account. Said, you know what? I think I can do this. And I was like, here's what I'll do. I'll send out a feeler to one of my best friends. 
And because we've been talking about it since high school uh, about going to WrestleMania someday. Uh, we used to go to all the time when WWE would come here. And uh, I was like, man, I think, I'm thinking about WrestleMania this year. And then he messaged me back, like, I'm down if you're down. And I was like, that's all I Let's need to go. hear. This was a feeler. I was going to go by myself, even if you said no, probably. And, and and I bought those tickets. And I did it because I saw Clifton was in fucking Rhode Island taking pictures with Breaking Bad and Jane Silent Bob. And I went, this is so cool. He didn't say anything. He just went and did it. And I was like, he did it because he likes it. Yes! And I was like, why why can't I just go and do the things I like? I'm you know, I'm going to go to Disney World again. I'm going to do this shit again. And I, was, and I just... Just, you know. We're all gonna die. And I was like, to me, I was like, that's an influencer. That's an inspirer. He and there was no up. weird intent behind it. No, no ad attached to it. It was just, here's what I'm doing. It's pretty Live fucking your fun. Life, and then the people will come. You know what, Clifton? So this is so funny that you say that because he's also inspired me too. Because there was just a random day at work where he sent me a screenshot of Whitney Cummings in Maine. Oh yeah, like, yeah. He said road trip. And I said. Oh, fuck like I want to say yes but like I don't know about money and like I don't have a passport like my yeah. passport's not renewed yeah uh and, like I just went into like I really really want to say yes yeah. but I don't know yeah. and then he's like oh I just got them two two tickets front row yeah. there you go and I was like I guess we're going yeah. <laughs> boy boy he's really he's really yes, Clifton, I guess we're going he's fuck <laughs> I guess we're choice now but i mean i have to get the passport renewed anyway He's so really that's catalyst to do that also we're driving so it's not there's no plane ticket like yeah. it won't be as pricey um and now i'm gonna be in the front row for whitney cummings yeah and she signs tits after shows so i'm gonna get my tits signed by uh whitney there you go so there we go, Clifton Cremo, inspiring people that's to inspiring. Uh, that's a... take trips to see yeah. things that they love. No TikTok dance required. No TikTok dance required. No hashtags required. You know what I find the most funny about TikToks, mm -hmm. especially the ones that are like inspirational, or it'll be someone. Uh, it'll just be. I don't know. I don't know who needs to hear this, but every day you should like it's just it just becomes this weird like um like they just put a song over what they're saying yeah, and it's all of a sudden very serious and inspirational but then you'll see like in the hashtags all the hashtags are whatever the trending hashtags are of course yeah, so yeah, it'll yeah. be like i'm trying to work on a joke with this but how yeah. it's like oh it's so nice to see people talking about mental health on the internet but then you scroll down and see hashtags kfc secret menu hacks yeah yeah of course yeah <laughs> Because it's trending. Because nothing's better for your fucking mental health than a double down. <laughs> They're really doubling down, aren't they? Better double down on your mental health. You know? <laughs> They're a double downer. <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> but it is a That's very never stopped anyone thing. from winning a Coast Award, so, you know, you're still in the running. And I was telling Sarah this before we, we you came. Like, yeah. so much of why um, someone gains influence or gains these followers in this like fanatic fan base yeah. is they've said i'm officially bringing you into my life and i'm going to post all the time about my life and you guys are open to hear it and i will film funny moments as they happen and i officially like there's no wall anymore no. they're in yeah and comedians not a lot of us do that we save it for the stage so yeah, here's here's my life. I here here's taken, my life in a joke. Yeah, no, there are times where something happens. I bring it to stage that day. There are times where you got to sit on it, wait on it, and, and you kind of you know you reflect and then you present it. But I'm sure if every comedian was forced at gunpoint to like make TikToks every single day about their life, they would be funny too. But we don't we don't do that. 
No. You know? Because there's such a weird, glossy insincerity. And I'm not saying yes. every single person that posts stuff is is a phony and a whatever. But it's not possible that your life is that interesting. You know? It's it's not. There's 23 other hours in a day where I know you're not doing shit. You're either just stressing about that goddamn thing. You spent 20 fucking minutes trying to get the camera angle right on your asparagus. Like, it doesn't... <laughs> like, no one gives a shit. Like... The Osbournes, yeah. when you know, oh, are yeah. like credited with like being like the Kickstarter of like you know, real what got reality TV big. When yes. they would film the Osbournes, it was a very sincere show because they filmed this goddamn family for a fucking year. Yeah, they needed a year to get ten episodes of interesting huh. television. Hmm. Now, when you watch some, there's a new Real Housewives every. Two, they they take the a two week break, yeah. Kardashians, boom, boom, and then you realize all this stuff. Is a lot of it's horseshit. It's all faked up stuff. You know, there's like, oh, we do have this thing coming up. But yeah, what kind of drama can we insert? Because at the end of the day, yeah. no one's life, even a goddamn Kardashian yeah. who has Kanye West and <laughs> Caitlyn Jenner attached to him is not that interesting every mm -hmm. single day. Mm -hmm. But then Hollywood realized, oh, we can crank these out if we kind of set up stuff and we don't need to take a year filming. We can do it in three months chunks. And we can get four seasons out a year if we if we create chaos. If we go start it off by talking about this. Hey, what if you do something now? Oh, you're not really that jealous, but how about you act a little more jealous? It's 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 such yeah. phony shit. Like it's, no one is having amazing days every single day. It's interesting because Nikki Glaser is filming a reality show right now, and I'm hearing all about it through her podcast. Yeah, because she does a daily podcast, so she talks about it. And she was always someone who was like, I want to do a reality. And she killed it on Fuckboy Island. Like, she was a great host. Um, but now this reality show is like, she's bringing cameras into her life. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, this is too much. She's like very honest about yeah, it. She's like, I, I, uh, I didn't realize how often these cameras would be around and how awkward it is all yeah. the time. And, and, you know, they go, talk about this, bring up this. Yeah. If you notice every... Anytime there's like a sit down between two characters on a reality show, oh, it, that's it, there's fully no planned. sincere talking point to start off. It goes, so uh, <laughs> how, how are you and Preston doing? And you go, you didn't even look at the menu. You didn't go, what do you think about having? You didn't go, oh, hey. You didn't the traffic. Bring up weather. You didn't, you had no actual start. It's like when people like on movies talk on phones and they go, all right, yeah, I'll be there in an hour. No. No, yeah. goodbye? <laughs> Is there someone else on the other line going, hello? Hello? Oh, fuck me. <laughs> it's not sincere. It, yeah, no, and, you're right. And I, I don't know. You know, I don't want to be like, oh, any? I see the facade. I'm a, I am see the truth. But it's, it's, you know, again, I like, I like doing stuff, and hopefully I like doing it well. And I feel like some people don't care about that. Like I've said this before. Some people love comedy. Other people love laughs. You know, they don't care if it's a, if it's a very clever or good joke. All they know is they got laughs. That's good enough for me. And that's fine. Some people need that. Some people just need to get the laugh. Do what you got to do. You're not going to end up affecting my life. But don't preach to me about comedy and art and putting in that kind of work for stuff. Mm -hmm. Because, you know. Just like any musician, just like any poet, we we bring heartbreak and shit to the stage. We just want to laugh at the end of it. Mm -hmm. You know. Oh, yeah. And, do we do? Yeah. And I just feel, yeah. I don't know. 
I'm, I'm in a very weird space it's, it's of very, just feeling like very disrespected and I don't blame you. And given the fact that you've been in doing this for 13 years, which even to me, I'm like, feels like it's longer based on how talented you are. <laughs> um, like it's tough to not feel resentful about stuff like that. Yeah. I would, I would question, I would question someone's humanity if they didn't. Yeah. And you know, yeah. And I know, and I really, yeah, it's not resentful. I just, Disrespect. I feel like I'm on an island alone sometimes. Yeah. You know, and I, you know, I do feel like obviously there are people out there that agree with me. Uh, But yeah, sometimes you feel like, am I the crazy one in the world that I see everything, you know, this and this seems to be the big thing, whatever. And because I don't want to be one of the guys who I just hate shit because it's popular. No, I, I hate things that aren't authentic. You know, I just I don't like fake sincerity. Because it's, mm. it's hard for me to be uh, open with my emotions and sincere offstage. Not that I'm not. It's that there's literally something in my brain where I go to speak and I go, I can't. It just won't come out because it, it feel offstage. I feel way more vulnerable than mm-hmm. any time I'm on stage. Yeah. I will talk about anything. Yeah. On stage. So the stage is your safe again, space. Again, yeah. And that's, you know, we're go- I'm going to a doctor soon to see if I can get some... Uh, <laughs> You know, uh, references for other, you know, people to see what's wrong with my brain. Oh, um, can we dive into that? Yeah, we can, dive into, Actually, we, we can dive into that because I know you got the ADHD thing going on. And I'm, I would love to talk I, about I'm this. I'm very much possibly in the same boat. So does, would this tie into the what's wrong with you, do you think? Yeah. Okay, well, let's the, fucking do it right now. Yeah, let's cool, fucking dive it. in. Hey, <laughs> what's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> what's wrong with you? You're like, but yeah. uh, like that transitions, <laughs> classic podcaster transition. Yeah, no, I mean, I've uh, I always known that I'm not uh, able to express myself in a oh off you know off of stage life and you know out of comedy world. It's very hard for me to express my. My feelings, not my feelings of, you know, I have no, you know, well, I used to have a lot of trouble saying, like, I love you to people and stuff. Um, right. You know, I really do have to mean it to say it. Um, but, like, just, you know, saying how I'm feeling or, um, exp- yeah, you know, if there's something Being wrong. Open. It, it's Yeah, it's hard for me to be open and be vulnerable because I always question the mood I'm in. I go, is this really how you feel? Or are you just angry right now sit on like i'm someone who i don't know what's you know i don't realize i've been upset about something until three months later and i go oh, okay this is why it bugged me. oh you and you... then i can formulate how i feel and then i can then i can even then even then it's hard for me to to express it something just stops in my head you know if i'm having a serious conversation with someone uh and you know we're trying to work through it's there's a lot of pauses there's a lot of there's a lot of me being silent for minutes at a time yes trying to get the exact words of how i I can see them all in my head but to get them from here to here is there's 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 a block fascinating and uh you know and i you know i'd like to know why like the only reason i can even do it here is i see mics and i see cameras yeah it's performance and 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 i yeah and even though i'm being 100 honest i'm not putting anything on what's something in my brain goes oh he's travis on stage 
He's he's not being trapped off stage right now. He, so you're, he, I I feel it's a weird safe space uh, for me. And no matter who would be sitting here right now, I could kind of be open with. Can I offer a, the- a theory behind mm-hmm. this? Mm-hmm. Do you think it's because when you were younger, you weren't given that platform to feel the feelings and like express yourself because you were too busy concentrating on other people's feelings? Oh, yeah. The 100%. That kind of stuff. But I, the connection I, I, I between. Do, yeah, I do know it's the, in okay. this regard. Yes, I do know it's a lot of. Anytime I spoke up, I got in trouble. Exactly. Because it was going to get other people in trouble for yeah. being open and honest. Yeah. And, and, you know, so after a while, I felt like everything I said would get either me or someone else in trouble. And I just got tired of it. So, I, you know, I was, I'd shut down. My feelings caused people pain or whatever. And I was like, okay, well, I don't want to. You don't want to do that. I don't want to ruffle any feathers, even though there's worse shit going on uh, because I'm not speaking up. Uh you know, so I do get there's that thing there. Um, the other stuff is, is you know, um, just me being a quiet person in general off yes. stage. You know, like what you and Dan were talking about. Yeah. Um, is, you know, I am interested in people in, in you know, sure. I want to, but it is very hard for me uh, sometimes to focus. And I do, I drift out without knowing. To, I wish there was a camera on me when I'm home alone watching a fucking Netflix documentary or something. The amount of rewinding I have to do, because without me even notice, I'm on my phone now. Distraught. Missed, oh, it yeah. takes me three hours to watch in one hour thing, because I'm constantly rewinding back to to listen. Unfortunately, you can't do that in a conversation. And, you just have to and, go along yeah, with and it. I and I drift out, and I and I don't mean to drift out. It's not me going. Oh, I don't give a shit. I literally. Almost wake up in like, you know, like I've fallen asleep and then I, I go, oh, this person, oh, I'm not paying attention, you know, um, which I have and learned that's is, the thing a, that, is a ADHD trait. Well, I'm and, just wondering. I'm wondering if that, that could be yeah. it because this is something that's so prominent amongst people mm-hmm. and it goes undiagnosed so frequently. Yeah. And it truly is your brain short circuits all the time. Yeah. And I find it to be the case, too, with me. And it's. I, uh, yeah, that's tricky. And the quiet thing, like I, I always tell people, I'm like, stop taking it personally. Like, cause you're not, it doesn't mean you don't care. No. Like you truly are such a good observer and like you speak words that mean things and you're not someone who just talks to talk. This has been a theme on the, <laughs> the episodes lately, just talking to you know, talking at someone as opposed to talking with them, like you don't do that. You don't say unnecessary words when you talk. It no generally and, and, means you know, means means things. Yeah, my yeah, you know, my thing was always like I I don't like words, and I think if you're saying something, you should. You don't have to be saying. You can have you know conversations and that, and I don't fault anyone for talking. In fact, I love when people don't shut up because then it gives me an opportunity just to try and listen. And I don't oh, need I to panic about in my head. <laughs> you know, yeah, of course. But I, when you're not someone who talks and does not feel comfortable with conversation, uh, it's rough. If, if we're not talking wrestling Disney comedy, uh, you know, my, my, it's hard for my brain to go be confident in what I'm saying and what I'm doing. Now, again, you put a mic in front of my face, I can be confident about fucking crackers for 20 minutes if, if I need to be. 
but off stage, my you know, I go shut up. You don't know what you're talking about. There's constantly a voice in my head going, "You don't know what you're talking about." You're in me. You're- and and again, again, I know because I know there are some people listening right now, um, going, "You know, that's not the case." You know that, and I do, I do know that. But that's why I'm trying to get this fucking brain thing figured out, uh, yeah. which is uh, you know, it's scary because before, it before I thought it was just me, and I thought it was something I can just work on. And then to find out, like, oh, you may have, uh, like, an actual neurological thing uh, is, like, both very exciting and very upsetting to me because, you know. Oh, why is it upsetting? Because I panic then, like, oh, I'm just this way. And there's no help in that. And there's, yeah, no, you know, I can take medications in that. But. Well, you wonder what. The medication thing is interesting because. I, I've never been medicated for any mental illness in my entire life. I've yeah. been raw dogging it for yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 34 years. Yeah. And it's like, I hear from people, uh, especially ADHD meds, because they kick in very fast. If they're a stimulant, mm-hmm. they yeah, will yeah. kick in within a couple days. Yeah. And I guess it's like, if you're someone who, I know with me, it's it's I'm chronically overwhelmed is how I describe mm-hmm. it. Just constantly. And um. It's like they described it as like your brain. It's like a busy cafe or a busy restaurant. And yeah. like you're hearing sounds it's all busy. And then like you take the pill and it's quiet. Yeah. And like that's all I've ever wanted was to feel calm. Yeah. Because I don't think I've felt calm since I was a baby. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> like I truly. Yeah. I, and that's the thing. And it's in the way that ADHD like shows itself and people is so wildly different. Although it's all kind of linked to the same thing. Mm hmm. Um, it's worth fucking looking into. Yeah, so because I got a doctor appointment Tuesday. So you're going to have like a uh, well, I'm going doctor, to my family doctor? doctor trying to get you know recommended for some shit because I saw how hard it is to get into stuff, and I'm hoping he can kind of help me a little. He'll probably uh, recommend. So if it's ADHD that they're looking mm-hmm. at, or that you think you might have, yeah, I'm gonna look for a couple different things. Yeah, I think I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm just gonna throw it all at me. Kitchen can sink. See what's throw the kitchen yeah, sink at see you. What's going on? Because you know. You know, I think you know there might there could possibly be some like spectrum stuff too. The more I look into oh, stuff, that's and, and yeah, so you know. But you know what? Good on you for making that step because that's not an easy step to do, mm-hmm. and it's also a step that like these disorders hold us back from doing because we suck at that. Yeah, like that's the thing about like ADHD. It's like just having it makes it very impossible mm-hmm. to take the steps to get help because there's yeah. so many. <laughs> No, it's real. Through. Like, yeah. And yeah, I went through that quiz, like a quiz thing. And it was like, if you answered uh, yes to six of these or whatever, you know, you're in consider- if And if you didn't answer yes to six, but you answered the first three, you're also heavily. And as I answered six and the first three. Um, and yeah, of course. Yeah. So you go through mixed emotions being like, oh, this is the thing. And at the same time, you, you kind of get, in, I got into a panic being like, oh, I'm just, I'm just, go- I'm constantly going to be broken. And that's my own, again, that's my own thing, you know, again, because I, there is two brains, Travis, there's the voice in my head going, no, you know, that's not true. And then, yeah, there's also the fucking, you know, little kid in me, uh, yeah, that's going, yeah, this is your fuck, bud. And I know that is, that is the lie. I know I'm not like, again, I'm. It's one of those things where. Very down the middle person. Yeah. It's almost like expectation selling. Cause I feel like. I know I've been waiting to like get medicated for so long that I'm like, I'm hoping that as soon as I take that pill, everything will be fixed. But like, I'm also just like, I have to be realistic and that it might 
take trying a few different things or mm-hmm. like doing meds and also doing therapy. I don't know. Yeah. Like, like maybe that's something they would recommend to you is like, not just do one thing, yeah. like try something for the chemical side and then something for the more emotional, like side of things. Like yeah. it's going to be a journey, but the, no, of the, course, fact, yeah. the fact is, is that like you're a journey. <laughs> <laughs> We're both on a mental health a journey. Um, <laughs> there we go. Here's my ticket to be in an influencer. Come with me as I figure all this shit you can be out. A mental health influencer. Yeah. Sponsored by Lush. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Get a bath bomb for your truth bombs. <laughs> that should be a bath bomb, uh, like like a scent. Like I a think if bomb. I ever had merch, I'd get a toaster bath bomb. They exist. Do they exist? Does, do does Lush do them? I saw them on TikTok. Um, I'll check. I saw. I I did see on TikTok a toaster bath bomb, and it was genius. It was oh. like a blue, like light blue see, color. I thought about this years ago, and I googled it. I couldn't find anything. And I was like, this is what I got to get into. This would be the you Perfect gift for you could still for probably. a friend who's not around. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's true. Yeah, does it exist? It does, but it's not lush. It's like Royal Essence. Royal Essence. Toaster. That's the first thing that came up. Etsy. Oh yes. Yeah, oh, on Etsy, someone did it. Oh yeah, luck. Okay, there are some now. Yeah. Thanks. See, I waited too long. You did. You gotta you gotta take these ideas when they happen. I know. You really, really do. I really do. You know? Uh you know, unless you're a girl with a haunted doll, in which case maybe do some research before you call your podcast intoxicated. <laughs> Kelsey, I hope you're doing well. Uh <laughs> Fuck you, Kelsey. No, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know who you are. I'm sorry. Um, I'm stoked for you. I think this is going to be all good things. And I understand the fear. Yeah. But I also feel like I personally like the label. Like knowing that it's, you're diagnosed with this. It's To me, it's like reassuring. But I don't know. I guess I can kind of see how it's also scary. Yeah, it's both. It's, 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 like, it's nice next? to have, it's nice to have answers, but answers are the thing that have always scared me. Whether I knew what it was or not, you know? Mm. Like literally, you know, something as small as like prom. The girl that took the prom, I knew she was going to say yes. Told she was going to say yes. People asked her and they said, well, if Travis asked, I will say yes. I still couldn't get the words out of my mouth. Because in my mind, I go, as soon as I say it, that answer's gonna change. I just I, I certainty and locked in shit scares the fuck out of me. Uh oh. I like to go on the fly. You know, I like I I like Gray doors area. staying open. I don't like any door ever being closed. Mm. I I like to know if I need to go through this door, I can go through this door. And and it's a very it's something, you know. To this day, it's it's yeah, still very well. That could also because you're a comedian, you've been working for yourself for so long and paving your own way for so long, so you're used to hopping around and doing things on your own terms. Mm -hmm. So that kind of makes sense that you wouldn't want to be locked into anything. Yeah, yeah. You want the freedom to get out if you if you can. Yeah, and 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 by that, you know, I just I just mean, you know, definitive yeses or nos always scare me. You know, I rather. Know what's a no, but never actually hear the word. Then, then to hear it and go, I'm constantly fucking Jim Carrey and Dumb and Dumber. I always want 
so you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> hope. Yeah, you know, I yeah, yeah. It's a much more pessimistic hope. You know, knowing something but never actually hearing that word leaves a fake sense of that door being open. So even if a door is closed, I I sit there rather ignoring it and pretending yeah, it's still open if I need to. And I rather huh. live through never trying to open that door than to uh try to turn the lock and have nothing happen. Ooh, boy. Well, I mean, I actually I think that's the better way to live. <laughs> it's not. Do you know what you think? No, no. It, you got to know stuff and it makes you a better person, makes you, you know, reevaluate things. It makes you look at stuff in perspectives. It makes you not linger and hold on to things that aren't worth holding on to in the long run. You know. I guess that's kind of like, is closure good or bad? Is how yeah, I, yeah. And that's, I, that's something I debate a lot. Uh knowing exactly what happened or like in a situation i like that idea Mm -hmm. of like having just like a neat little bow tied on Mm -hmm. something yeah even though if the bow sucks yeah no closure is the thing people should strive to get like but then the argument against it is is like well what's it changing it 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 makes you not fixate on that thing Yes. You know, it makes you, okay, now I can focus on something else that's maybe healthier, maybe more positive. Um, yeah. To, yeah, to not do that and constantly live with, you know, something just collecting dust for the sake of not having to put that thing away is uh, is not good. Because, like, I feel like if you're ever someone who's just like, should I do something? Should I do something? Should I do And you're just constantly thinking about, should I do it? Should I do it? You should probably do it. Yeah. Like, I, I think about the uh, message that you wrote in the chat when you did your album. Mm-hmm. Just being like, I, I have so many spots for openers. I don't want you guys thinking that I don't think you're funny if you didn't get asked. Like, mm-hmm. you, and I could, when you sent that, I was like, I can totally see where you're coming from because you were probably sitting there going, they're going to see posters. They're not going to see their name. They're going to think I'm an asshole. Mm-hmm. Like, like you're, you're jumping ahead. Yeah, I was so stressed about that. And that's the thing. I'm. I go. That's really nice of you. Yeah. Because you're you're telling people like doesn't mean I don't appreciate you. Like, if you're not opening for my album, yeah. but you want to make sure you pick the right people for your yeah. album. Yeah. And you know, I just give everyone you know a little love. Like you know, yeah. So there's people that did my last one. I thought it was a great thing to do. This, and there was different people that did. You know, other than Martin. Martin did both of them, but Martin got the Andrew spot because he gave me the Andrew spot Augustus. So yes. you know, I just. Paid it forward there. Cat did my last one. So, you know, I wanted to give some new people up. You know, yeah. I wanted to give, you know, Brittany's like, I'm, you know, I'm yeah. such a big fan of Brittany. And, you know, and I love Halef and, and, and Matt. You picked and the right Matt people. Are, yeah. And then, yeah. Just, and it's nothing against people who didn't get picked. And it's not, no. also, it's not, not also this big thing if you didn't get picked. No. Can I, I'll do it. I'm going to do another album like yeah, that, that will happen and it'll be, you know, it'll be a, probably a different lineup again. You know? Yeah. I'd, also, it's Travis's night. <laughs> yeah. So who but, can- in, but in, of course, in my head, that's the last thing I give two shits about. And I just want right? I want everyone to have fun. I, yeah, wanted, yeah. I wanted it to be like a, you know, like a celebration. Did you feel everyone. good about the album tapings? I did. I did feel good. And it was nice that, you know, people came out and comics came out and. You know, again, like I said, like, you know, like I've said on here before, I feel very out of place sometimes in the scene now. You know, right. I don't feel like I'm. Which is interesting 
because you would think someone who's so highly admired and liked wouldn't feel that way. But you do. Yeah. Well, yeah. Again, it's just. It's almost like being liked doesn't matter. <laughs> no. Yeah. And, and no. And, it and it's doesn't. our and own all... fucking stupid brains yeah. that make us feel like we don't belong in things. Yeah. And I know it's not like a dislike thing. And I and I was saying this to uh, some other comics during the fest and that they talked about me being here. Um, it's. Yeah. It's, you know, I just know that. Yeah. I've been doing this a little longer. So, of course, I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to be as much in the newer comic again like no. i always said it's different classes yes and that's the thing yeah my my class thankfully you know dan is coming back yeah and also really at good. the same time i know it's not gonna be the same dan's dan's got a partner i got a partner we we're pushing 30 we're not we're not the same fucking drunk single dudes we were oh this but is it, a movie but pitch. It is, it's nice <laughs> you know it is there is some kind of comfort level there Oh, yeah, I have for someone sure. who gets comedy. Yeah. I, I put you guys in the same class. Not, well, we are. Is that, is that fair? Okay, no, no. Cool. We 100% cool, cool, cool. are because, you know, I even though I had started before, when I came back, in my own head, it was me starting over. Right. In, in my own head, I was ready to quit until Vaughn, you know, pulled me back. You know, again, like Dan said, we didn't like each other. At so first, I didn't. I didn't know who this fucking tall Ball, piece of shit was, giant. you know, coming in, you know, trying to hold court and stuff. And you know, again, there's nothing you know more jarring to any comic than seeing some guy come in with confidence and you've never seen him before, because you immediately go, "Who the fuck is this guy?" That he's, you know, Josh and Vaughn and 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 shit like that. You know, not realizing, oh, you've been gone two years. They're they are buddies. But immediately, oh, you know, yeah, you know, yeah. this guy's got a lot of confidence for, for nothing. Right. You know, but I honestly can't even tell you the moment me and Dan became friends. It just happened. That's so funny to me. <laughs> like, I don't even know the moment I went from who the fuck is this guy to the, I, I'll fucking do anything. Aww. I died. I, there's, for, I don't but know. We were probably drunk it's, when um, it happened, but. Uh, that is a thing. If you yeah, if you really think about like like feeling a sense of community in com- in comedy, like yeah. you probably really had that really strongly. Like when Vaughn was around, when Dan was here, and you had a lot of people in your class, and you were also a friend group, so it was like really tight knit. And then that kind of dismantled, and that kind of dismantled. Yeah. And then the scene got like a new surge of idiots like me, uh, in it, and that can feel lonely when you don't have people on your. And I I don't. When I say the word levels, I I feel icky saying that because I'm not saying that a certain level's worse. Well, I guess technically it's worse than other levels, but I just mean like you're. Listen, at- I'm the third best comedian in the only stand up <laughs> comic, so I am I am the best. No, you're, you none, are. Of, none of y'all niggas are on my level. Uh, it's true, but that doesn't mean I don't want to hang out. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You know, um, it can feel lonely when when you don't have someone to bond with over because yeah. I. I feel that way currently. I'm like, I feel like I'm totally alone in terms of where I'm at. Yeah. And, I, and like, it's, it's a truly lonely art form on its own, on its own. Yeah. It's lonely. And then, and then you actually don't have people you can bond with. Yeah. And I shouldn't say that totally. Like there's some people I can bond with, but I, I don't feel this strong, close knit community vibe that I used to mm-hmm. feel. No, yeah, and that's, you know, that is my thing. And it's not like, there's not people that were here when I started that aren't here now. Ian's here, mm-hmm. Catherine's here, Steve's here. But when I came in, 
they were their class. Mm-hmm. I was their class. I look at them like I would look at teachers. Yes. You know, so even though we've we've partaken in a bunch of debauchery together and hung out and drinking that, I, I there is not, you know, what I was going through, Vaughn was going through at the same time. Dan was going through at the same time. They had already kind of gone through that. You know, these guys now, you know, I got experiences that they've not gone through yet. You know, right. They got things that have happened so far since I've been there. It's hard for me to relate. And I just, again, I'm I'm younger than most of them. Exactly. And that's but the I other still feel like this. the old guy at the party. Yeah. And I feel like some of them look at me like I, and, and yeah. they, a lot of them tell me, I think you are older than you are. And, and, you know, I, I like that. I, and I dislike so. it at the same time because I still want to hang out. I still <laughs> want to go to, you know, you still wanna go I still want to be invited to things and, you know, and, and certain comics have invited me to certain things. And, you know, there's other times where Ding I, the bell for yeah, that. you know, and other times I've, you know, I've opened up my phone and there's like something going on that I didn't yeah. even hear about. And, yeah, I go, yeah. and I feel like, oh, now again, some of them may go, oh, Travis doesn't want to come to this, in this shit. You know, they might, they yeah. might feel intimidated. Not everyone wants to go to a dance. Everyone wants to be asked. Truth. You know, and that's the truth. And yeah, well, people, people want to feel included. And like, they're part of something. Yeah. Uh, having a sense of community even if they fucking bug the shit out of you. Yeah. Is a nice feeling to have when you're doing this crazy thing that takes a lot out of you and is just an insane thing to do. Yeah. It's an insane thing to do. What 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 we do. It's fun. It's fun, yeah. We all and we all But it is not obviously I enjoy do it. know that it's weird that I find that's my comfort is being on stage. For I, think it's weird. I think that's a sign and... that you're like a, you're a natural killer born performer. Like you're, it, it wouldn't have gone any other way. Yeah. It but, wouldn't have gone yeah, any other way. Again, like I don't look at it like a performer thing. I look at it as this is 40 minutes. I feel normal in the world. This is There's, 40 minutes. I feel like, Oh, I, I belong. Right. This is 40 minutes where I'm not questioning why I'm here. Doing that thing, I you know, natural performer and all that shit. Yeah, I want I want to be successful. With this I want to get jobs with this. I yeah. want to be able to do cool stuff and buy stupid sneakers and <laughs> and, and fill so- my life socks. with distractions for death. Yeah, um, but at the end of the day, it's you know, it's my it's my safety blanket, and I you know, you gotta you just have to do it. It's just and it's, it's yeah, just, it's, it's just my thing. It grounds just, me. Yeah, it helps me keep going. Um, you know, it's, you know, I think, yeah, what you need, I don't think you should be doing this unless you absolutely have to be doing this. Um, Ooh, what do you mean by that? I just mean, this is such a wild ride in mm-hmm. a, in a crazy thing to do. And again, of course, there's obviously some ego involved to be like, people need to hear what I have to say. Listen to me. Um, but yeah, unless you need that, I don't think you should be putting yourself <laughs> through the potential. Some people like to do it for fun, and that's and that's fine and dandy. And if if you want to just bring out your friends again, if you want those laughs and uh-huh. the, the comedy, then, then go for yeah. it. But I mean, to attempt this for a career, unless you need to do it, there's no point in doing it. And I need to, to do, do it. it. Yeah, yeah, yes, you do. Yeah. Whether I want to or not, there are plenty of times I wake up and I go, I don't want to do this fucking show tonight. There are times, 10 minutes before I'm on stage, you know, I'm texting Lauren being like, I might be, this sucks. I don't feel good about this. And, you know, she'll give me some words of encouragement and, 
it helps a little. And then, but then as soon as I stay on stand on stage, you go. It's a. It's yeah. you probably walk on that yeah. stage and go. <sighs> yeah. Like how she closes her laptop. Yeah, yeah, which is yeah. That Zoom is call. that is that is my. <laughs> yeah. That is my friends. That is my yeah. moment of okay. I'm doing. This feel it feels natural to you to do it. And you, yeah, and it, and have, again, that was my like I said the first time I went on stage. I didn't give a shit. That I won the talent show. I. I was happy. Oddly enough, it was kind of like the ADHD, the ADHD thing where I went, oh, this is it. This is the yeah, thing it I was trying to figure out. Yeah. You know, it didn't. This doesn't mean it didn't stop me from puking for the first six months. Anytime I had to go on stage, it didn't. But the moment I had jumped out of that plane, I just felt like I can land. Oh, oh, I love that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my heart. Well, I want to go back to something you said about, like, not doing it unless you have to. Yeah. Um, Because, like, I firmly believe that comedy can be not great if you are in a bad place mental health-wise. Like, if you are truly struggling and then you're doing – and then you have to walk on stage and get validation from people and – walk off that stage with the potential to not get that validation to potentially bomb or not do well. Um, I feel like it's not a great thing to do if you aren't, I I do see how it can help people Mm -hmm. and it's cathartic for some people, but I'm all for take a break. If you need to take a break and focus on your health, focus on yourself Mm -hmm. because it is so crushing when it's not fun, when it's not fun, it's really not fun. Yeah. When you're new, I mean, keep in mind, I'm I'm still very new. Yeah. So I'm I suck. There's growing pains. There's growing pains. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I feel like some people are just like, no, you gotta, you just gotta do it. Like, and I personally, I'm like, I don't want to be on autopilot. Like, I don't want to be up there saying words. No. That I'm not feeling or yeah. like present in. It goes back to the authenticity thing. Yeah. Like. I care more about being authentic yeah. than I do about having people see that I'm on a bunch of shows and I'm doing doing the work, so to speak. Because yeah. to me, it's like there's still work to be done in stand up that's not on the stage. You're also a lot of it more. is. What's that? You're going to bomb more. Yeah. And for the wrong reasons. Yeah, exactly. You're not bombing because you're taking chances and you're trying to figure. So you're you're bombing because you're not in you it. Don't, yeah, you don't believe what you're saying. Exactly. And no matter how, whether it's a smart audience or not, they're going to know. They're going to feel gonna that you don't want to be out there. Phony. That's the one thing you can always tell. Yeah. Any dummy can do a fucking cover of Wonderwall and everyone goes, oh, this is, yeah, this is good. He's going through. But for you to try and talk about your life or talk about your observations and you don't believe the shit you're saying, people know you're full of horse shit and they're not going to buy into it. They're not going to, they're not going to come along with you because why should they when you're literally saying it from, you're, you're yelling from the bottom of the steps. You, it's literally like when your mom goes, go tell your brother dinner's ready. And you just literally, hey, dinner's re-. They go, well, we could have fucking done that. Yes. They want to see you put in the effort for what you're saying. Because, okay, now there's a little conviction here. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, I, I, I think it can be, I think it can be not great. Yeah. So when I see people like, like Tanya posting, I'm taking a little bit, a couple weeks off. I just need to, I just, I just go, I'm fucking proud of you. Good for you for literally going, I, and my brain means more right now than me showing other people that I'm hustling Mm. because don't get me wrong. I truly do think 
me personally, I learn best by doing. I like doing a bunch of yeah. shows in a week. I feel like the momentum helps me. Yep, me too. Um, but I also am like, I have had times where I just literally, I had to stop. I had to stop because it was, I wasn't writing new stuff. I didn't believe in my old stuff. Mm-hmm. I was feeling like shit because I was like going to open mics and like yeah. spending evenings in this vulnerable space mm-hmm. of bombing and not doing well. And then also dealing with personal stuff and yeah. not doing well in that. And it's just like, Oh, it's a lot of not doing well. Yeah. So I should probably, <laughs> you know no, what I mean? Yeah. Like, should probably, t- should probably take some nights off and have a fucking bubble bath. <laughs> no. And yeah. And it's like, um, you know, people like comics go, Oh, this is my therapy. This is therapy. Yeah, I don't believe and that. it's not. And people think, I think people look at it wrong. Cause I, I think yeah. it is, but it's a different thing. It's not therapy to make you better. It's therapy to get shit off your chest. Yes, that's what it is. You're it's not, therapeutic. What Vaughn said. It's yeah. therapeutic, not yeah. therapy. Yeah, it's not. There's not a doctor <clears throat> analyzing what you've just said. It's you getting shit off your chest. Yeah. And it that can be very therapeutic. They can help you work through shit. That can, boom. But it's not going to fix you. You're not going to end yourself no. with, like, that's my time to say goodnight. And here's your diagnosis. And if it fixes you, the fix, the only way that it could fix you in that moment is because you're getting validation and it's making you feel good. So it's giving you happy feelings to go. Yay, I feel good for the five to seven minutes that I'm here. And then you walk off stage and go, oh, I'm still sad about this thing. That's placebo. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Like I I still to this day, like I'm going to make March with Vaughn's quote on it. Like Hmm. this is not your diary. Yeah. Jokes should not be you. Like anytime I've done a joke that I'm like, oh, it's clearly too sad. Mm-hmm. It's not funny. Yeah. It's too sad. I yeah. go, oh, I just haven't dealt with that feeling yet. Yeah. I need to like actually like figure can, out yeah. the angle, the funny angle yeah. before the real angle. Because when you're saying something and you're getting it off your chest, something real. Yeah. The hope is other people go, I feel that too. Yeah. So that you bring them in with the relatability. Yeah, so you go, oh, I'm not alone. I'm not alone. Yeah, I'm not alone. But then you got to make it funny. It still has to get a laugh. Where's still, the funny? It still has to get a laugh. Even if whatever it is, is, you know, sincere. There can be a moment where people go, and, and but at the end of it, <laughs> at the end of it, yeah. there's got to be the laugh. There's going to be, or like you know? a, ooh. <laughs> yeah. Like that, that kind of that yeah. thing. They're saying like filmmaking, don't show a gun unless you intend to use it. So as soon as you walk on stage, you've shown the gun. You're I'm the gun is comedy. Yeah. The laugh is you using that gun. Yep. And you know, so you can have it as sappy and sad as you want. You can talk about fucking dead friends, addictions, you know, mental health, whatever, whatever. You still gotta have you gotta fire that laugh off at the end. Yes. You know. Otherwise you're just talking to the wrong people. And it can't always be saved by, I can't afford therapy, so I did stand-up. Yeah, and that's, yeah. No, probably get, probably getting real therapy yeah. is going to make you a better comedian, because you're going to be smarter. Well, yeah, you're going to be more, you know, self-aware. You'll be and... you'll be more self-aware. You'll know more things about yourself that you can yeah. dive into and like kind of, yeah. ooh, I figured that out, that that connected to that. So what's funny about that? No. You know, like, it's... Get real therapy. Don't yeah. just do stand up. Yeah. And also, maybe I don't know. I f- I feel like people's reasons for doing comedy are so different. Yeah. Like when they start, like some people really do start because they want to just rant. Oh yeah, some people yeah, some people want to be you know, some people just like talking. Other people like the sound of their own voice. Some people just want um, 
you know, to be seen, to be seen, and and you know, uh, yeah, get important and and have people laugh at them. Like they just want the laughs at them. They just want to hear those laughs. They don't want to be good at this thing. They want their own, you know, they want to be self fulfilled and all that shit. So for their own ego. And now everyone in comedy has to have an ego. There has to be something up there that makes you go, I want to have a mic and have people stare at me. Yeah. I don't, I don't care who you are. Like, I mean, really you know, has. there is still something in me that goes, I want people to pay attention to me and notice me. Yeah. But, you know, I know that's because when I'm off stage, you know, I feel like I'm constantly standing against a wall, you know, waiting to jump in. I feel like a lot of comics are like that, though. It's very rare. And they probably that, are. They probably are. It's rare that you'll see a comic that's, uh, well, I mean, I, I guess people said that about Norm MacDonald, that he's the exact same person on and off stage. Uh, that's yeah. what I heard about Norm. Yeah, Norm was very jokes, jokes, jokes. Like, always on. Jokes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, he, he was his own, you know, But thing. there's still a version of Norm that we didn't see. The one that had cancer <laughs> and didn't tell anyone. Yeah. But that's the Christ. most norm. Yeah, I think that's the most norm thing. I don't remember. I don't know, man. But yeah, I mean, he, yeah, he just pulled a Chadwick Boseman. Oh yeah, that too. Yeah, Chadwick. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah. He's he's your guy's White Panther. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's um, so true. <laughs> that was a big loss. Holy smokes! Yeah, that actually dance one that broke that one to me. St. John, New Brunswick, me, Francois, and Ian had sitting at a table, Shut just sat down to eat, and, and Dan's on the phone. Chadwick Boseman died. And, you know, immediately you're like, OD, car crash, what? Cancer, what? That's so crazy. Yeah, it's one of those weird ones where you're like, okay, I'm always going to know where I was when I got this news. Yeah. You know. Wow. Thank God for Black Captain America, or we'd be fucked in the Marvel universe. Just to... Ha- just to- have no one know. That's crazy. Yeah, it's a wild thing. Like it also cancer is a hard thing. It's hard enough to hide a cold, <laughs> let alone fucking cancer. Yeah. Are Do we you, know what kind of cancer like, they had? Um, he had colon, which sucks. Chadwick? Yeah. Yeah, which sucks because it's oh. such an easy fucking fix. That you know, go is it? go yeah, go check yourself. If you get regular checkups, they can kind of catch that shit. You know, before it spreads too far. You know, but I, there's such a stigma amongst men uh you know oh, i don't want a doctor's fair. finger in my ass you know i didn't fucking think of that that's yeah, such yeah, a yeah. good point that yeah a lot of us you know don't get checked because we're our own awkwardness and insecurities around it yeah which is in say like again it's like there's a joke i'm trying to workshop on stage now where a man for two years jizzed out his ass and farted out his dick, would like shit out his dick, and he didn't see a doctor for two years. Yeah. He's literally shooting shit out his dick, and he's still going, let's see how this plays out. I'm not going to a doctor for this. Holy Lord. Because guys can't be seen anything other than cool or tough. And um, A lot of male friends in my life, if they have a headache, won't take Advil. And it pisses me off. Well, that's the stupidest thing. They deserve an aneurysm. I truly, it's one of those things that I'm like, what the fuck? See, I'm I had not a that friend bad. that I had a friend that literally like was very much so of that like, yeah, suck it up. Yeah, 
Um, and he, anytime I would complain about a headache, it was just drink some water. It was the stupidest fucking thing in the world. It, and that's such an easy, you don't even need to go to anyone. If you don't have to go to anyone, and you can fix your problem, fix your fucking problem. Listen, I, I have no right to talk when it comes to if you got something wrong, go check it out. Cause I am very much someone who I'll feel a pain in them. And then I go, Oh, that's cancer. And I just won't do anything about it. I'll just go, oh, you had a good You're run. paranoid about it, but you won't do anything about yeah, it. Yeah, again, again, definitive answers. Door closing. I, it, same shit for me. Um, but if, yeah, if the thing is get a Tylenol, motherfucker, no one needs to know you took a Tylenol. And they're, it's great. It's fine. And, you know, it'll it'll make you feel better. Like, that's such a silly, I cannot stupid wait thing to do. to be medicated. I'm truly <laughs> so excited. <laughs> You have no idea. Yeah. I'm for this assessment, ADHD assessment, which is apparently a two hour Zoom call. I'm dressing up. <laughs> I'm going to ace this test. And let me tell you, if I if I walk away and they're like, uh, sorry, you don't have it. Yeah. yeah. I'm done. I'm <laughs> off that fucking bridge. I want that definitive answer because I've never been been so sure of something in my life. Yeah. So in a way, me me wanting that answer is me going, I just want to prove that I'm right. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Because <laughs> a lot of people say they have different things and they've never actually gotten even depression. I mean, everyone says they're depressed, but yeah, but like, are any of us getting actual yeah, diagnosis? No, I've never been diagnosed, but yeah, there, you know, there's those times where you're like, I can't get out of bed in the morning. <laughs> I love that you whispered yeah, that. Yeah, you know, <laughs> do you still have those days? No, not so much. Not like that kind of thing, but. And it definitely go like, oh, it's just definitely probably more ADHD than it is uh, depression. Yeah. Which, you know, can have but some symptoms that are very similar. It, but like the ADHD I'm, causes depression. Yeah, yeah. And I'm one of those people, like, again, I'm someone who will be ready for whatever I need to do. You know, I'm I'm ready to go out the door. If I got a meeting or something or work, I can be dressed, ready, complete, good to go. And the next thing I know, I've been sitting on my couch for fucking 20 minutes doing nothing. <laughs> Barely even scrolling, barely just literally sitting on my phone, not even thinking. It's the paralysis. Yeah, and then I and I snap out and I go, what are you doing? You have 15. Okay, well, I'll go in this way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've made myself late for no reason, and I yeah. don't understand why I've done it. I don't, there's, and it just puts me in more of a panic, and then, you know. And then you're overwhelmed. And yeah, the and then thing. you go, well, fuck it, you know. Yeah. The house is on fire. It's too much. I'm not going to call the fire department. Look how much the house is burnt up. Let it all go. Also, um, a lot of times people talk about the ADHD tax, which is all the money you spend on convenience because you have fucked off so much. Yeah. So things like takeout because you don't you can't meal prep. Yeah. Um, cabs because you don't Ubers, plan. You know, I could walk. Exactly. Ten minute walk. And it's like, oh, no, I might as well spend ten dollars on Uber. Exactly. But it's easier. Yeah. So you you do the things that make your life easier. Yeah. Because people with ADHD truly have issues with planning. Yeah. And then you'll also see, like, you lose a lot of friends because you just suck at making plans. Yeah. You truly just can't be like, what are you doing this weekend? You just can't do it. No. It's it's uh, no fun. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You know, I hope things get better. I, I, yeah. I have faith that they will if, if you're taking the steps to uh, to get there. Um. 
And who knows? It might be it might be the best thing you do for yourself. It might really change things for the better. Yeah, off stage would be you know it'd be great. Like on stage, you're not worried about anything. It's yeah. You'll and then you'll have jokes about ADHD. Yeah, yeah, we'll have things to explain this stuff and this and. Isn't that a typical comic? I instantly go to. You'll have material. Oh, Oh, I I almost died uh, last weekend on my way to the cove, and I'm like, what? What happened? Uber went down the a one way road. Uh. On the bridge off ramp for the shit for the McDonald, um, so we're on our way, and uh, on 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 our street here, Barrington, there's the part where the off ramp is for the bridge, which brings people coming into Halifax onto Barrington, and then there's people leaving where you can either go to the Bedford Highway or you can get onto the bridge. Mm-hmm. Instead of going that way, he went onto the oh, off ramp no. for for the bridge, and I looked up for my I just happened to look up for my phone and went. Oh, those are the backs of signs. You should be able to read any sign you're driving on the road. I think we're on the wrong way, man. And oh, yeah. he oh, went, God. huh? And just then a fucking car comes flying around. Are you serious? Literally, just see where your cup and Red Bull are? Yeah. Oh, they were even closer together than that. Shit. And then a bus came flying around as he's like trying to adjust himself. So now we're turned sideways. And if we get hit sideways, I'm definitely done for. Uh, and uh, he, you know, adjusting, and he goes into an immediate fucking panic. He immediately, stop. He immediately, oh my god, I'm so sorry, sir. I'm so, oh god, he's like on the, ver- he's like almost throwing up. He's almost crying. Like he's, oh, um, no. he, his, his entire life flashed before his fucking eyes, and he's now. Some people in the, if they, my position would have lost their shit on him, would have freaked out. Hey, you're a driver. You should be able to fucking. Here's the moment I realized. I'm not, <laughs> Here's the moment I realized, oh, I can't have kids. I'm going to cave. They're going to be able to do whatever the fuck they want because I can't handle people being upset and crying and shit. And immediately I'm now comforting a man who almost killed me. I'm Did literally going, hey, but no, 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 hey, man, it's all right. It's all, hey, we're okay. No worries. We're no worries. Earth. I literally went, hey, look, look, hey, five stars. No, you're good. You're still good. I'm f- you're fine. But a tip, I'm getting 15 <laughs> fucking dollars here. No, no, it's all right, man. Fuck. Because I don't want him to feel like shit. That's the ultimate people pleasing. Yeah. It is. Holy wow, Travis. <laughs> and yeah, and of course he killed me. I was like, well, at least I got a bit. You have something to talk about, right? Yeah. Did you talk about it that? Yeah. That oh, of yeah. course you did. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> That's wild. Yeah. Isn't that insane? How close we come to dying sometimes. Do you ever think that? Like, do you ever go? Someone's looking out for me up there. Do you believe that? With these close calls? Because I've had close uh, calls, too, where I'm like, yeah, I should have died. I'm trying to think of dead people in my life. I don't know if they're that quick. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they're definitely not, not the yeah, best drivers. Yeah, no, they're not too busy eating <laughs> Cheetos with a fork. Um, Cheetos with a fork? <laughs> Vaughn would eat. Was it, uh, was it Cheesies or Cheetos? Cheesies, Cheesies. cheesies oh, the fluffy, the, the fluffy ones. He didn't like getting the cheese on his fingers. <laughs> eat it with a fork? Yeah. Yeah. Which means you can get more cheeses in you faster, which means your heart can give out quicker. Yeah, um, that's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah, but like I, I, I frequently think about that. I'm like, it's crazy how more of us aren't dead. Yeah, yeah. No, we should be. Well, it's even crazy that any of us are alive. Yeah. Like, do you know how that's people, even crazy. Do you know how many people had to fuck at specific times for you to be here? Madness. Like you won. The lot. This again. This is something I'm talking about on stage right now. Being mixed race, and one being black, and then 
Also, being Dutch on my white side, uh, Dutch people invented the slave trade. Uh, you know, so I here I am, both a, you know a slaver and a slavey, and not only that, I'm a black person in Canada with uh, Dutch relatives that came here after World War Two. I don't exist without fucking Hitler and slavery. <laughs> wow. I don't exist without two of the worst fucking things on the planet. So if there's ever a chance to go back and fix these two things, I got to be the defender of it all for my own. Ex- Cause I'm not, I'm not that selfless. Mm. Listen, I, those atrocities are absolutely horrible. I'm so sorry. Anyone went through that shit, but I'm a big fan of the MCU right now. I got to see how this shit plays out. <laughs> I gotta. I can't not live. Fuck, you man. know that's wild. It's, yeah, it's a it's a weird fucking. It's a weird thing to you know. I literally need all this shit to happen for me to be here. Anyone to buy a lottery ticket to me is an asshole. You've already run. You're here, and now you're trying to win again. <laughs> Fuck off. Do you buy a lot of tickets ever? Uh, not so much these days. I did for a little bit. I should now. I have. I, yeah, I could I could spend five dollars a week on a fucking lotto ticket. Yeah, why not? Right? You know, you, you know, you, you you can't win unless you play. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you hear crazy things about people winning the lot the lotto. Oh, they win and their life about, goes to shit. About like how having t- too much money. Um, I find it insane the amount of celebrities that have had extreme amounts of money stolen from them. Dane Cook. Oh, yeah, his own brother. His own brother. The Jewel story is batshit insane. I haven't heard. I saw you post, but I haven't heard the Jewel story. I saw a guy that worked with Jewel. And oh, really? He did a live concert, and he was just playing Jewel songs, and he talked about how him and Jewel wrote these songs. What? It was a stu- <laughs> Here's one thing musicians can do that comedy <laughs> can't. You can't set up a joke with the inspiration for the joke. This guy would be like, me and Jewel were just traveling the country in middle America in the back of a truck, and uh, we came up with this little one. And it's like, you know, the fucking you were meant but for me. me. Yeah. And you're like, oh, yeah, I couldn't be like, uh, well, I guess I do. My best friend died last year. Here's this bitch. Yeah, that's, that's, that's fair. She's had an insane life. I oh, will absolutely. say, I know a lot of people don't like Joe Rogan, but you got that episode. It's mostly her talking. Yeah, you don't have to like check it out and listen. You know, it's insane what she went through. She turned down. uh, There was like this thing about like her songs and like she turned down like a lot of money. Yeah. uh, Like to keep her songs or whatever. Like and then her mom stole a hundred million. A hundred million dollars. It was a lot of money. Yeah. Uh, Maybe that number is not right. It seems like a lot of money. Joe Rogan got that much for Spotify. I don't know if it's that much for. <laughs> but know. it was an insane. It Listen, was it was madness, yeah. and she does. She's not in contact with her anymore, obviously. Yeah. But it was the first time I ever saw Joe Rogan yeah. go. <sighs> and he did. He did four of those <laughs> after she was done talking. That's, it's a lot for a man with a hundred million dollars. That's a lot of money, then. Yeah, for sure. Also, I used to, I used like, to think my grade one teacher was Jewel. Oh, did I she thought, look I like thought, her? Thought, no, not at all. Oh, you thought, I thought you she just was thought she was? I thought she was secretly Jewel on the weekend. Because I, I, I heard her. I thought, because she, I, heard, I walked into class one time. The first time I heard uh, fucking uh, My Hands. Yes. Jewel. Uh, Our small, I know. Yeah. She was singing it. 
And then I never heard that song before. And then I heard it on the radio. I was oh. Like, oh my God. <laughs> this is Miss Stewart. And I'm like, this is Jewel. And I, I remember like sitting in class one day being like, your secret's safe with me. <laughs> <laughs> That's so fucking funny. Holy you shit. Know, you're just so innocent as a fucking kid. It's crazy to me. Like she's she's unreal. And also she really appreciates comedy about her like about her teeth like about like like she did a, well, she was on a be. roast yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, everyone made fun of her fucking teeth and they're not that but she doesn't she has fucking teeth and they're not perfect like no one but you know what like the amy schumer joke the spice girls joke i don't know if you remember that one it was like mm-hmm. uh jules teeth are like the spice girls they're all different oh yeah and yeah, doing yeah, their yeah. own thing yeah, 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 nikki yeah. glazer actually wrote that for amy yeah, schumer yeah um i find Roast fascinating that like didn't she say a one lot of, them, of roast jokes she say one of them's black. Them. Oh yeah. yeah oh one yeah. Those, one's, one's black and they're all doing their and own they're own all doing their own thing. Yeah. Um roasts are fascinating because most times that like you see celebrities doing roasts, the jokes aren't theirs. They have like a team. No, of all the writers, especially like celebrity celebrities. Fuck, like you would... hear stories of like, you know, people like trying to pitch jokes to like celebrities that aren't comedians and it sounds like a nightmare because like, oh this doesn't I want to talk about this. Like there's a there's a Louis uh, thing where he talks about writing on an award show, oh. and you know you know he had to like write those bits in between like right before the percent award where we got to say something witty together. And like, yes, you know, like you're this person, I'm this person. How can we whatever? And he was doing one with Vin Diesel and Eve, and and Eve you know Eve didn't want to pay attention. Vin was all for it. Vin Vin wanted a big laugh, and the whole thing was like you know. This is my real voice. This is my real. like. It was a deeper voice than his voice already. Right. And uh, and literally, like the bit is like you know Eve like said fuck it to everything and just comes in and goes, "Are we all feeling the love? Are we feeling the love tonight?" And then Vin Diesel goes, "The nominees are," <laughs> and it just made no fucking sense. Shit. Yeah, because unfunny people, you know, that aren't even willing, you know. Unfunny people that don't even have a sense of humor. You can be unfunny and still know what's funny. Yes. You just can't be able to put it into words. You won't be able to put it But you can words. recognize good humor or what makes something funny. Yeah. Even if you can't do it. Like, I know what a good dancer is without having to be able to dance. True. You know, I know I can kind of dance. <laughs> it's um, not Hillary Duff on uh, <laughs> SNL. <laughs> Ashley <laughs> Simpson. No, Hillary Duff. Hillary Duff. So there was a performance by Hillary Duff that's now going viral on TikTok. Uh, I don't want to know this. I love Hillary. Because she's just very like, it was, it's very like, <laughs> like, uh, like, and she's, you could just tell like her heart wasn't in it. Yeah. And so now a lot of like actual dancers are like recreating her dance. But like, it's, it's a whole mood. It's like a Hillary Duff SNL, mm-hmm. um, uh, that song she has about love. <laughs> A lot of them are about love. Yeah, about love. You know, this come clean. There's one why of her not, newer ones. You know. Oh, it's with, a new song with, with love. With love. When I say new, I mean like not, not Hillary. Like not not Lizzie McGuire. Not Lizzie McGuire. Yeah, it's with love on mm-hmm. SNL. If you look it up, I, okay. the dance sequence is uh, cringeworthy. I won't do that to Hillary. I, I I love Hillary Duff too. Me and my cousin used to fight over who was going to marry her. Aww. Yeah. Who like, won? Of <laughs> I was good at rock, paper, scissors. <laughs> roast jokes. I fucking love roast jokes. Yeah. I've never realized how mean I am <laughs> until I've helped friends with roast jokes. Yeah. And then I go, love writing them. 
could never do it. Could never actually like. Have you ever been in a roast battle? Yeah, we 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 had one. We had one at Gus's. We had uh, what? I think yeah, Martin Who? won it. Martin, the nicest oh, people shit. always win roast. Battles. The nicest people always win roast battles because they're the people that hold their tongues. That's that uh, he would be a good yeah. Roaster. They have a fucking you know he they would have, be good. yeah. Their tongue is a fucking bull in a cage, and then you you fucking keep it in, keep it in, keep it in, keep it in, get it all pissed off. And then you let it out. It goes fucking. It gores everyone in the audience. I would pay so much money to see Martin roast Scott because when he was here for the live stream, yeah, and he was roasting Scott the whole time, like it was. (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) I think at one point, like he was like Scott McLean above or below the ground. Someone at one point, like, I wish you would go spend a week in the woods or something like, like, it's just, it's just so simple, but so cutting. And those are my favorite roast yeah. jokes when they're like very simple in concept, mm-hmm. but like very cutting. Cause I find that people can make them too complicated sometimes. Yeah. No, for sure. You gotta stick to like what's simple, but they're also kind of like, they're kind of low hanging fruit a lot of the time. Yeah. You sometimes you really got to get clever in the deliver, like, you know. The whatever the jab is about is probably very easy. It's how you deliver that package. It's, it's got to be unsuspecting. You know, you have to set up. You have a setup where you're like, "Where's this going?" And then if it's an obvious thing, it's an oh shit. Um, if it's you know, yeah. if you just go, if you reveal what it is before you get to the hit, then yeah, you everyone goes, "Oh, that's cheap." Right, because there's no surprise. But yeah, the the whole thing is yeah, you know, everyone loves a punch out of nowhere's. That's, you know, that's the most ex- exciting part of a boxing match is, you know, yeah, okay, people jabbing, jabbing, jabbing. But it's that fucking right hook out of nowhere is where people go, oh, shit. Dude. And, the, you know, that's a good, that's what a good roast is. The last roast battle was pretty brutal, I gotta say. Yeah, something would be really mean. And, like, that's the thing you get, like, we had to preface with the second time they did it, Gus. It's like, if you have a problem with anything, say it now. So we make sure no one brings it up. Scott McClain yeah. thinks, fuck that rule. Here's the thing. Fuck that rule if people aren't setting it up right away. If you if 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 no one says it, if no one goes, hey, what are we not okay with? Then yeah, go ham. There's no there's nothing established. Mm. Then everyone goes in going, okay, this is no holds barred. Right. If someone says, hey, just Lay off this thing. Yeah. I know mentally I'm not there to be able to take yes. it. As, even though I know which it's a joke. Which is totally fair. Yeah, which is the thing to find. Let's go, listen, I know it's a joke. I know you mean well. But I know once I walk off the stage, I still got to try and sleep at night. Yes, that's And right. I don't need this thing bouncing around in my yeah, head. Yeah, absolutely. That's a fine rule to have. That's not cutting anyone's legs off. That's not censorship. That is literally going, what's the safe word? Yes, that's a great way to look at us. You know. Yes. Yeah. Very true. I also feel like if you have a long list of those things, it's probably just. Then, yeah. Then there's a point where you go, yeah, okay, this is not for you. This is not for you. Recognize that. It's okay not to like spicy food. That doesn't mean other people can't enjoy it. But just don't come to wing night. That's right. You know. That's right. It, it does go both ways. There's, you know, to quote my grandmother, there's a difference between scratching your ass and tearing it all to hell. 
which means there's a fine balance between <laughs> doing some eight, which is a great one, which uh, <laughs> she used to say it all the time. Ah, that's amazing. One time we were walking into uh, the big mall in Dartmouth, uh, and uh, there was an old couple walking by, and she she I said something, and I was like eight, and she's like, you know, she tried to use it on me. She goes, well, there's a difference between scratching your butt and tearing it all to hell. And I went, you said that wrong. And she's like, what? I was like, you said that wrong. She said, what do you mean I said that wrong? I was like, you're supposed to say you're scratching, there's there's scratching your ass and tearing it all to hell. And and she's like, I know, there's old people there. I didn't want to fucking offend them. <laughs> and these two old ladies like walking were like, a kid, little kid said ass. <laughs> That's so cute. Yeah. So when there's like, yeah. <laughs> So uh, that's well, how that I look was at the thing balance, with the, t- you know? the two, well, the two battles. That, have, have there only been two? I think there's only been two, two rounds of the these roasts. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I was like I would talk to people afterwards yeah. to like assess like the come down from it because I'm fascinated <laughs> by that because I, I have mad respect for anyone who can do a roast battle. Yeah. Um, and a lot of them were like, you know, like the only thing I would ever have a problem with was that some sometimes the other person kept going when it was unnecessary. You know, when it was like, we're mm-hmm. done, this, we're done. Yeah. And then the other person would keep going. Yeah. Well, yeah, that seems it's like. It's kind of like, eh, why? Why are you going to keep going? Yeah. Well, that's an attack. You know, yeah. at that point, you, you should throw your shots. Be fair and balanced. Don't be cheap with it. Be clever. Be good. You know, we are all comics. You know, if you're in a roast battle, do do the roast, but don't try and hurt. Like, legitimately Again, don't try hurt and hurt. It's like wrestling. Don't. You know, no one's out there to hurt their opponent, even in like the and I mean that in like the fictional world of wrestling. Yes. In the storyline, you know, they're going out there to compete. They're not going out there. You know, a guy trying to hurt someone is considered a bad guy. Yeah. Because you're going beyond what it is. Win the match. Let the person go home at night. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And, and that's it's respect. Real. Yeah. And you can be fucking as brutal and hardcore as you want if someone's willing to give and take. But, you know, know when it's done. That's the thing. Know when, it's, know when the bit is over. It's also interesting because Mitch said something to me afterwards. Don't treat, don't treat Rose like you're Albert Coombs and just keep on going with the same bit for eight hours straight. God love you for committing to it. But in the world of roast, that's a good way to get your ass kicked. That man is always on. He, yeah. Jesus, Albert. But never turns off any people more. Uh, <laughs> Mitch said something after the roast, which was fascinating, which was because I was like, how are you doing, buddy? Because Kyle really, uh, really ripped him apart. Yeah. <laughs> um, and um, he was like, you know, like, I, I was actually OK up there because he, he essentially said, like, he never really took in what was said. Yeah. He was just focused on his next joke. Yeah. And I was like, that's interesting. Yeah. So you almost go into like a like there's like a wall of like. But at the same time, how you respond to a roast joke also really will make the audience figure out if they like you or not. Like mm-hmm. your your responses, your little quippy responses yeah. to the, the like you have to be quick. Yeah. And that's a whole other that's a whole other thing. Oh yeah, there's a big, you know <laughs> you people think I'm a comic, I can do a roast battle. No, no, it's a totally different skill. It's a I totally love writing the different jokes. Skill. I could never I would never put myself in that position yes yeah well that's fair but, you know yourself and yeah you go yeah okay maybe i can't handle this stuff right now maybe not but i actually i actually think i would be good at predicting them 
Like like going into it, going yeah, yeah I know exactly what. But that does. doesn't make it easier. Doesn't that make doesn't it make it easier in your own. Doesn't make it easier. Sandy. Yeah, oof, people can be mean. Yeah. Really mean. Are you someone who, like, are you pretty good in taking it in terms of like? I think so. Of course, like anything. I mean, you know, everything at least feels like a bug bite, no matter how tough you are. It's you just know, a little. And I can, you know, I laugh at a good one. Again, like like Vaughn. If it's good, it can be as brutal as it needs to be. But it's because you appreciate the but art it's behind gotta it. be good because it's not it's not lazy. And it, anyone can go, Oh, you're a fat guy. Yes. Yeah. But to deliver it in a clever reference or whatever, boom, boom, boom. Or in a different way. You know, like a fucking keep dreaming pig, you know, that kind of shit is is people can appreciate that and laugh at it. Again, it depends on who it is. Yeah. And, and it depends on who's, you know, again, no matter what we want to say, it also depends on who it's coming from. Yeah. At the end of the day, you know, mm-hmm. he could have said anything to me. I could say anything to him. And it was fine because I know at the core and at the heart, this person loves me. This person's my friend. There is literally zero ill will or ill intent in the thing. That doesn't mean there's not a little part that goes, ooh, that's spicy. But you go, you go home knowing, okay. That, w- that was a joke coming from someone who cares about me. It came and, from and then, the person and, who and then it makes me feel a little better because now someone can say something similar and I go, you don't mean shit to me. <laughs> My good friend already said that. Right. He's He was clever and funny with it. Whatever. You mean nothing to my world. See, and it doesn't affect me. That's and, and, and I'm I'm someone who gets accustomed to spicy food by eating spicier food. So when I, you know, if I eat a Carolina Reaper, whatever, a ghost pepper, it doesn't fucking affect me as much. You know, because like, whatever. You're, You're building your way up. I'm building my way up. You know, there are times where my, you know, my brother's like, why are you so fucking hard on me? It's like, because I love you. Yes. And I know out there, it's shitty. Yes. And people be way meaner to you for less and for no reason at all. And I go, this is, you know, I'm coming from, you know, jokes. And, and, and again, he would go, yeah, oh, yeah, I know you. And it, it makes, it does make you, uh, to a degree, a little stronger person. Now, not everyone can handle that. Mm. And I think people that dish out stuff like that's, this need to recognize when people can't. That's what Kyle essentially said to me. Some people need a rub and not a pat, because even a pat can make them hurt. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's all about, rec- again, scratching your ass and tearing it all to hell. There's a difference. Because, I mean, you roast who you love, but yeah. oftentimes I think we can be scared yeah. to roast people we love because we're like, oh, we're going to expose something we know about you mm-hmm. and throw it back at your face in a way that you've never seen before. Yeah. And sometimes, like, that person might not be ready to hear that. For sure. And then you have a, re- a weird yeah. friendship thing where you go, oh, this is yeah. awkward now. It's all about identifying who can handle what and boom, boom, boom. I feel like I would do best at like roasting people I know well, but also roasting people I really hate. I would, I of course, like that and, would that's, be and, really, that's, really and that's the really easy thing to do and fun. Because the passion yeah, behind yeah. it. And then, yeah, and that's why you don't, you don't do that. You don't roast people you dislike because then it, it becomes... Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And then it becomes aggressive, and it's not. Yeah. And it's not fun anymore. Yeah, you know, to do it, it's it. You someone you're comfortable with, and whatever. It's 
So you're judging tonight. By the time this comes out, it would have already happened. It'll so we're not, we're not skewing anything yeah, yeah. by me asking you this. But what are you looking for in a um, roast winner? Just smart. Smart jokes, just clever very jokes. simple, just smart and clever. Like literally, just. Are you going off of audience reaction as well? Because of that course, can be uh, you always got to take that into consideration. Again, yeah. now I am also someone who, if I see people laughing at stupid shit, I can't, uh, I can't <laughs> tolerate that. Now people go, "Oh God, fucking ego! You think you know everything about comedy?" No, that's not the case. But I also know uh, when there's like a clever laugh and there's a fucking Big Bang Theory laugh. You know, I know when I go, "Okay, I've heard." 10 other people say five different versions of this joke compared to that was such a specific smart dig. Yes. You know, whether or well not. Well written. Yeah. And I can't, obviously, I can't also just go by the audience. No. Because at the end of the day, all the people roasting each other, nothing against them. Yeah. If I was up there roasting too, same thing. Yeah. We're nobodies. Yeah. No one knows who the fuck we are. Yeah. No, so if you if you have a really good personal one, and they don't laugh, but I I go I get that shit that shit's good, then I'm gonna give you points for it. Oh, fuck yeah! I can't I can't be someone who goes well that didn't get laugh that's not funny. I go well they didn't laugh because you know and then you know object like I'm fucking too I constantly have a devil and an angel and a devil and an angel on the side of my going you know yeah the audience should be able to get the joke that's part of it too. Yeah, but at the same time, a really smart one that is just because <laughs> we're not famous. I can't let that slide either. I got to go. That's good. Yeah, exactly. Whether or not you got that, right? And I'm excited. I, I, I like be, that. I can, we be, have mean, a fair I can judge be mean to thing. everyone. Was that? <laughs> well, I can be mean to everyone, which yeah. is good because I'm the judge. <laughs> Lawrence, like you should wear a white wig and a judge. I'm like, no, people are gonna start roasting are me. You, are you the only judge? No, are, I think are, other people are judging. I wonder who you're. Who you'll be with? Because. That's the other thing, too. Mm-hmm. I feel like with judging, personal bias can come in so much yeah. more than you think. Because, like, if, if there's a certain pairing, mm-hmm. I think most people are like, I really want to see this person win. Or, like, you know, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, it's, it's no, you're kind of swayed a certain that. way. But, but like, I like that you're, you're coming yeah, from a yeah, very, yeah. like, no, absolutely. let's just see what you got, both yeah, yeah. of you. You know, like. No. So, my gosh, no, it's going to be fun. I'm very, very excited. Um, okay, next segment. Mm-hmm. Um, this is slightly different from the rant, but similar. Still yeah. negative. Um, but this is more unique to you. Yeah. I feel like rants are more universal. Yeah. Unpopular opinion is like, you know, you say it at a party and people go, ooh. Like, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Do you have an unpopular opinion? Don't hate me for this, but... It's time for Unpopular Opinion. Probably got a few. Yeah? I don't like Nutella, uh, which I know it's a big one. People are like, I love Nutella. You know, what? It's some, you know, some people's whole personality trait. Uh, <laughs> put it on everything. I don't care. Um, <laughs> it's true. Yeah. It's a big uh, one. Yeah. I, I mean, I get a lot of unpopular opinions i guess on some people on some things um i don't know if i have a specific one i mean I, yeah i have a bunch really more than anything i don't like uh i'm someone who doesn't like when people are like oh enough superhero movies we're sick of them just don't watch it yeah take a break yourself they're there when you want to jump back in if you if ever 
You know, people. Why is it bugging you that there's movies out there? Some people get joy out of it. Some people want ever, you know. And I always hate when, like, oh, this movie's too long. As I watch fucking six hours of a season of a TV show in one day. This two hour, this three hour movie's too long. I can't sit here with the same characters for three hours as I binge watch 20 episodes of Friends in a fucking weekend. I don't right. know what it is about David Schwimmer's face where they can sit through 40 hours, but then like a three-hour Marvel movie, oh, this is too long. You don't need that. Don't watch it. Take Just a break. D- Jump in and out like anything, like when a podcast goes too long. Hop back in. We're not talking live. Pause right now. And when you come back, it'll be continuing this sentence I'm saying right now. Well, that, you can you can make choices. You I know? know? It's so, and, you know, of course, like, oh, Hollywood's sort of original ideas. No, you're not scrolling enough. Find yeah. shit. It's all out there. There's so many movies being made. Yeah. Find what you want. And if you can't yeah. find it, fuck you. Find what you already liked. <laughs> no one owes you a good movie. Oh, my God. I'm sure well, it's probably been already said on one of the six appearances. <laughs> that is, it's still the biggest guy. Let people enjoy what they enjoy. And yeah. who cares otherwise? Just know. Yeah. Just know that someone else likes it. That's like... Whatever the movie you hate the most, save someone's life. Yes. Um, I got a message from Scott. I'm gonna read right here on the podcast that hmm. him just trying to caution it with me. <laughs> um, because that's just what Scott does. And if Scott didn't do that, he might be in a better position with friendships and shit. But this is what he chooses to do. Um, you know, Taylor released Red all too well. Yeah, oh, ten I minute know. version. Oh, I know. You know, oh, I know, taking everyone by storm. <laughs> Everyone's loving it. Yeah, of course. Do you not uh, know who I live with? <laughs> <laughs> how, is, how is Lauren doing? Is she okay? I think, oh, yeah, I think she's doing. I say, I don't know. I, I, but you, I know, you, you've heard, I know it's did a Did you rare, hear it? I know it's a rare, No, did I, didn't, I didn't listen. Okay. I don't, I don't Can know. you appreciate it? Being on the outside and not an insane Swifty. Um, I like For that what she's, it is. you know, again, own your masters. Uh, you know, I like that business move. Yes. Um, I, But no, I've not listened to anything, so I can't critically uh, shit on anything, nor for my own safety will I. Um, but it, it, you know, good for the people that like it. So I was posting like, like people's I know reactions. people on Jake Gyllenhaal's head. I know that. Well, yeah, but, exactly, uh, right? So can, can you predict the, the stance Scott took on this? Mm-hmm. Uh, so he... He was essentially just like, that's an overreaction to that stupid line. Like, because I was posting reactions to mm-hmm. certain lyrics and all too well. Mm-hmm. Um, and, <laughs> and then he wrote, um, are women strong, independent thinkers who are capable of doing whatever a man can do? Or are they naive victims who are helpless and in need of shelter and protection? You can't have it both ways. And women are trying to have it both ways. <laughs> That's the most Scott fucking text I've ever heard in my life. Oh, I go, can boy, you oh, let boy, girls oh, just like a heartbreak song that reminds them of heartbreaks? It's <laughs> not about being victims. Yes. You just feel our feelings. No. Yeah, no. It's um, it's him just trying to make. Like, yeah, do what you got to do. It's him being Scott and whatever. I mean, of course. Uh, have I not I rolled my eyes at some point seeing some post? Yeah, of course. I don't like anyone who lives and dies by a fucking celebrity. Yeah, words, that's true. You know, especially fucking at the end, you know, in the end day. Taylor's a, a beautiful, rich, white woman. 
Um, you know, she's in the. And she's worshipped. Yeah, she's in the jacuzzi with Zuckerberg. Like it's not like you know it's. Of course, no matter what, she, she is still a woman, and and that shit comes with its own fucking baggage. Uh, but she's on the upper tier level. She's front line of the human centipede. You know what I mean? No one's yes. sh- no one's shitting in her mouth, you know. But there's plenty of people behind her that she's fucking shitting. Like people, you know, other wherever the white dude is, maybe ahead of her in line, uh, you know, giving her. Uh, a tastier shit. It's still shit, but you know, f- I yeah. Again, it's like my fucking bit about Burger King trying to stop bullying. You're not going to be the one to do it, right? You know, you're not going to be work on your own shit. Then you know, it's nice that people are inspired to be like, yeah, whatever. But then people uh, turn them into icons and and symbols. You know. Yeah. You know, Taylor Swift is fucking white woman's Che Guevara. Like, this is like, this is the person that's going to set us free. And it's. Yeah. It's, it, it can. I, I will agree with him that, like, sometimes the reactions are. But that's like anything. That's like fucking anything. You know? I, yeah. I think it's, I think it's just, again, it's just like, who cares that, that you. Okay. So you don't like it. Cool. Let people like it. Yeah, and people can like whatever they want. Yeah, you, you also got to let people hate it. Yeah, that's you know, true too. You know, you got to. You know, that's people, a fair point. It has to go the other way. You know, I don't try and make anyone like wrestling. I say, here's what I like about it. Here's my connection to it. This is my thing. If you don't like it, cool. You don't need, you know. But I'm not going to attack you for liking something. I'm going to maybe attack that thing you like. Because there's things about it I don't, but I don't, I don't fault anyone for buying into this or staying up till four in the morning for their fucking whatever. You know, it is, it is what it is, and that's mm-hmm. what you like. And I'm, and I'm, and at the end, damn glad that's what brings you joy. Whatever helps you get through to the next day, as long as it's not hurting a fucking animal or a child or anyone, yeah, you physically, exactly. I don't. Then fucking whatever. It's a long haul. Life's long. Yeah. If this is what helps get you out of bed in the morning and be, uh, you know, a decent person in society and 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 you know make yourself feel better, which in turn will pass on to other people, good for you. Yeah. That doesn't stop me from making fun of it, but that doesn't mean you shouldn't like it. I it's, hate I hate Big Bang Theory. Yeah. But if that's what saves someone's pers- fucking life, love it, man. Good for you. Then Jet, I'm Watch happy. It. You know. I'm just trying to show people the shit I like and hopefully it gets as much respect as these things. I think Scott was just like, Oh, she's 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 uh playing the victim all the time. And then I and then I proceeded to send him a very long message explaining how everything changed with the Kanye stuff, then she released reputation and lover and she became this kind of new person and folklore and evermore aren't even based on her life. So she's really living a really private, happy relationship that she doesn't even write about anymore. So she's really not the victim anymore, Scott. And then he was essentially just like, Maybe I'll listen to the song and give it a shot. Yeah, of course. Yeah, fuck yeah. Don't yeah, you can't review something you haven't listened to. Go fuck yourself there. Um, it's just like, God damn yeah, it. No, Scott's a man. Scott's Michael J. Fox trying to plunge a toilet. He just makes a bigger mess than he's trying to clean up. Oh, that's exactly what Michael J. Fox that, said. That's a great uh, roast joke. <laughs> that's a great. <laughs> 
That's fantastic. Uh, but yeah, no, I can't uh, fault anyone for it. Again, my thing is always like people liking stuff too much and too whatever. Making it group. their whole identity. Yeah, making that your personality when it when it's not. It's something you enjoy. If it it's you know these things are seasoning. It can't be the flavor of the whole meal. That's like it's got to complement it. That reminds me of when I had when I did my Halloween episode with this uh, girl named Kim Mosier, who's on the Eastling show Haunted. Like, so she does like paranormal mm-hmm. investigating. Mm-hmm. And my assumption about her, I was like, "You're a spooky bitch, but you don't look like one." And I feel like those are the real spooky bitches because they're <laughs> what not. What an assumption! Because a <laughs> ghost hunter is kind of spooky, <laughs> but upon her appearance, she doesn't come <laughs> off as it. I suck at it. I really <laughs> suck at the assumption segment. But like I was essentially just like you're not making it your whole you look normal. Yeah. You look like a normal normal bitch. No, no. It's a, you know what I mean? And you're but you but you do this these cool things, but it's not all of who you are. No, I get it. I, I like. get it. It's like fucking weed culture. Yeah, same I, thing. You know, I I have my pens at night to fucking chill out and sleep and shit and you know, whatever. Yeah, but I'm not a guy. Hey, four twenty, man. Hey, you know. You wouldn't put in your Tinder bio. No, must be four twenty. No, because it's not my thing. I'm no. so much more than what helps me sleep at night. Yes, you know, I'm. I'm more. You know, this is my. Yeah. You know, it's a thing. You know, I enjoy. Yeah. But I don't need everyone. I don't need to be like. You know, I don't need to make fucking weed puns. I don't need to fucking wear weed on me. Like I just. Yeah. I I do me. And yeah. I and I tried to be myself, and whatever else helps uh, complement the meal is good. Yeah. But what I like shouldn't be the steak. It should be the scent of where like oh, it's a little bit. It's it's these are notes of the, <laughs> this. This is you. so stupid. No. Live your life like a fucking wine. You know. Yes. Be the wine, and then have a bunch of things that are notes of things. Yeah. You know, oh, I just no, this. you're not a one flavor. I love you know this. Yeah. Don't be just. Don't throw yourself into one thing because then there's too much. You're allowed it's, to have like we're allowed to be complex. And yeah. Have, and if it's just a couple things, cool. That's my biggest issue with like the self love movement and the independent woman movement, mm-hmm. which is like everything's a big fucking deal. Mm-hmm. Like you wear a crop top and you're on a journey. Yeah. And it's can, a journey. Can it be independent if you're bringing everyone else into it though? Exactly. Just fucking do it. And if you literally force Tom Hanks, of course, Forrest Gump gets it right. He just started running. And then after a while, people were running behind him. He didn't say, come on and run, come with, run me. with me. This will fix your shit. This will be what he just felt like running. And then he did it. And then and people caught on, and then they found inspire, don't influence. God, I love it's, that. Influence is just the new fucking peer pressure that makes corporations money. Mm. Buy this, drink this, eat this, you'll be better. Now, do this. Have people see that, oh, it's working for them. Maybe I'll give that a shot. Oh, it didn't work for me. But no one made me say, this is the thing that makes me better. Yeah, they said this is an option. This worked for me. It might not work for you. This is my. This was my personal experience again. Yeah, and what it did for me. Yeah, I feel like I'm arguing with Scott a lot lately. <laughs> so we got into another fight, and this is the question I want to ask you. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I I don't oh, know how I to word wait this for question. These Facebook messages in two weeks. I don't know how to word this question. Mm-hmm. 
in the right way without like i'm sure i'm gonna fuck up the wording of this question mm -hmm. but when it comes to and i'm curious to know your perspective on this because i'm running an open mic now yeah um and we all have opinions on <laughs> you're right this might get us messages <laughs> 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 maybe thanks sarah about keeping this in or not yeah, can i just enjoy my album release yeah <laughs> 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 no, no, shoot him my way shoot him my way please um okay booking on shows booking diversity on yeah. shows and that is the way that i see that anything other than a straight white male yeah so women different races mm. different sexualities yeah. different people mm -hmm. if you are going out of your way to create spots for those people mm -hmm. some people seem to think that you're doing that only because those people are who they are i come from a new, like the school of thought of hmm. I want to give everyone a chance to suck. Yeah. yeah. With open mics. Mm -hmm. No, that's fair. That's what an open mic is, is. It's a chance for everyone to suck. It's a gym. Exactly. It's a gym. No, uh, you know. And and to me, the only reason that I like making stuff like that a priority on the mic that I'm running, mm -hmm. like having a certain, you know, yeah. I save spots for women mm -hmm. and I want to get close a close gender ratio on all my yeah. lineups. I just do. It's mm -hmm. just something I want to do. Mm -hmm. But Scott seems to think, oh, you're only booking those people because they're women. And and I go, no. I want them to work on their art form. Yeah. And I want to give them the chance to do mm -hmm. that. But I do think that if it was just an open call, if it was just Yeah, of if course. It was yeah, just an open call, are, yeah. I would get the same demographic. Or are hesitant. Exactly. Yeah. So like a lot of people have hot, really hot opinions on this. You know, you gotta, you gotta go for what you want. You gotta ask for what you want. And that's the only way you'll, and I do agree with that. And I do also agree that funny is funny. And if you're doing a booked show, curated show that's paid, you should be booking based on talent and fit for the show. 100%. But an open mic, I would like to give people the chance to suck. Yeah. No, open mic, there's, you know, open mic, you can have a quota. Okay. Yeah, if you to to now listen, I'm yeah. This I'm is a, a tricky subject. As someone who has to wake up every morning and do jobs and then go, am I getting this because I'm good? Am I getting this because I'm black? Am I getting this because I'm funny, or am I getting this because it makes them look better? That is that is there. And if you're not, if you don't have that fear, that kind of concerns me because that seems like you don't care whether you're either or. That's my own thing, and that's my own thing. I got to work through. Now, if you want to have, you know, in a space where you're like, oh, okay, I got to, you know, I want to prioritize these voices and these things, just do it. You don't need to go, we're this big, boom, boom, boom. Yeah, and, yeah, you know, yeah. Just do it. Re you reach out. Yeah. Don't say it's okay to reach. Because again, my mind, if I ask this girl to prom, she'll say yes. I still don't ask. You have to be the one to ask. You have to be the one to kick open this door and say, come on in no matter who the fuck you are. Okay. Woman, gay, straight, trans, queer, black, Asian, whatever. You have to be the one to say everyone's welcome here. You don't need to. You can't just advertise it. And that's the thing. You got to literally reach out. That's so. And this is this is the thing that I'm fascinated by because it's this weird line of you can't really advertise you do need to be proactive to reach out mm -hmm. to say, would you like to be on the show? 
but obviously you're not sending the message. Would you like to be on the show because yeah. you're a lesbian? Because like, it might be. Like you can't, yeah. <laughs> you it comes off as cringy to me. You can't say that, but you just have to give them the opportunity. Yeah, it comes off, you know, a little cringy to just it does. hang it does come off and very go, cringy. queer people and POCs, you know, priority. It, it comes off cringy to me and it doesn't make me feel welcome uh, as someone who is very autobiographical in his stuff and storytelling stuff. That's not always the best audience for me. Because even though I'm being authentic to myself and I'm telling stories about my, I still feel the, oh, can we laugh at this? Am I allowed? Is it okay for me to right. laugh at this story that this black comedian is telling about his experiences being, can I? I don't want those people there. Mm-hmm. The moment I get up there and I start telling it, it's okay. It's a personal thing in me. You're not laughing at every fucking black person in the world. You're laughing at my situation. Yeah. And you're laughing at my perspective. Yeah. And that's okay. I'm giving you permission to laugh at what I'm talking because you're not laughing at me. You're laughing with me. Because if I couldn't say it, I wouldn't be saying it. If I wasn't comfortable with you laughing, it wouldn't come out of my mouth. Everything coming out of my mouth, the intention is to laugh Mm -hmm. at the end of it. Mm -hmm. Now, again, I have no problem with silence. There's parts where I want it. But at the end of the joke, the point is to laugh. And it kills all momentum when someone has to go. Is this, is this okay to laugh at? Okay. <laughs> go fuck yourself. You're not on my side. You're really not. Because you're not comfortable with yourself then. You mm-hmm. can't tell the difference. Mm-hmm. You just think things are bad, things are good. Things are good don't involve any mention of race. Things are bad mention anything of race. And that sucks. That yeah. makes me feel way more alone than some fucking yeah. hick town going, <laughs> it's funny because he's black. That bugs me too. But at least they're doing Lapping. something. At least there's something there. And then I'll change my act to whatever they need to do because I, won't, I won't. Listen, I don't exploit myself. I don't. I have not, not for years. I've, I've, I've realized the laugh is not worth my self-dignity. So if I'm telling you something, it's because I trust you with the laugh and that you're going to laugh at the right spot. If you laugh at the wrong spot, I adjust. I'm the professional. I'm the comic. I know what the fuck you I'm can doing. gear the ship or steer the yeah. ship. Yeah. As the moment as I take the stage, look at me. I'm the captain now. Yeah. I'm. You know. I. I don't want people to. Be, oh, I don't. Did you just quote Breaking Bad? No, I quoted uh, <laughs> I quoted Tom Hanks, Captain Phillips. Oh, what what, what was what's it, what was the Breaking Bad one? I'm an I'm uh, the I'm sorry. Oh yeah, well he's uh, he's the one who knocks. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm the one yeah, who knocks. Yeah. So yeah, you know, have diverse shows and promote them and and make people feel comfortable. Sometimes the way people try to make people feel it makes them feel uncomfortable. There's, you know, it's got to be sincere. It's got to be honest. And it's got to, if you're making someone feel different, you're not making them feel equal. No matter how good it is. No matter how good the intention is. Which is why I find themed shows interesting. Yeah. Yeah. People love it. Theme show. Because, but, but there's this weird, it came up with Luba, like the idea of, of lady shows. Like mm-hmm. when I, when I was introduced to her, uh, Claire had given yeah. her my name. As a contact to like help her out with shows and stuff and you know mm-hmm. potentially set something up and uh 
she was just like, yeah, reaching out because uh, I'm wondering if she wants to maybe put on a ladies show. Mm-hmm. I go, why does it have to be a ladies show? Mm-hmm. And it was just an interesting mm-hmm. like moment of like, why do we feel like it has to be themed mm-hmm. for us to be featured on it yeah. heavily? Like I personally loved the show that Dan and Claire did a good robot because it was three, two, two women and mm-hmm. one guy. It was pr- it was amazing. Mm-hmm. It was like it wasn't a ladies show. It was just a show. It was just a show that it happened to have mm-hmm. slightly more women mm-hmm. than men. Yeah. Um, and then same thing with like like I mean I, w- I would say like Pride shows yeah for sure showcase that that audience yeah but i personally really want to see just more shows that have more variety of people yeah which is good there's nothing wrong with variety no one likes to see the I, same shit over and over again no one wants to see 12 different colors of plaid i get that and i also think that if these people are given the chance to suck yeah <laughs> i love saying it that way because i i i'm not booking open mics based on talent i'm yeah. booking it based on do you want to show up and try this thing yeah it's an open mic it's no mic that's what no mic's for i'm gonna make sure the show is good by booking a good headliner mm. and a good host that yeah. i can trust to run a good show that's it yeah. and mix in some maybe more yeah. experienced open like open micers yeah um but i want new people trying this thing and if i have to reach out to you to offer you this versus me waiting for you to come to me i'm gonna do that to me it's just taking an extra step <laughs> To inject some new people into the scene, hopefully. Mm-hmm. And hopefully, if they do it, love it, come yeah. back again, yeah. they'll be like, oh, well, where else can I do this thing? Yeah. Okay, contact David for Oasis, yeah. contact Martin for, and we'll start seeing and that's these where people. And that's where you'll find who's in it for, exactly. to be a comic and who's in it to get laughs. Exactly. Because people will show up to shows. So that's my intent. You know, everything goes both ways where promoters got to reach out, not just say, here's an open casting call. With we're looking for this and this and this, reach out to these people, reach out to these communities, and go, "Hey, do you want to be on the show? Hey, I hear you're interested in comedy. Do you want to?" It's sending messages. Do you want to try? Yeah, it's not even that's that much it. work. It's just reaching out, and that's and that's and just that goes something I feel strongly about. It goes a long way. I think it does too, and it's not and and Scott thinking that it's oh I'm I'm only reaching out because they're filling a quota. It's like mm-hmm. no. I have a well-intended quota <laughs> that's well-intended yeah. for the audience to see a diverse show, but I'm also reaching out to new comics. There's also a difference between new a quota comics. and a goal. Yeah. You know, to have a goal, to have a, 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 a diverse lineup is great. To have a, The goal should be to have a diverse and good lineup. Yes. Now, if it's an open mic, it's not always who gonna be gives good. a shit? Yeah, who, it's an open mic. You know, it's the kiddie pool. Yes. No, one, no one should be upset about not getting on an open mic or getting asked to go on an open mic. You yes. should try to sign up for the open mic. And if you can't get on, whatever. Wait your turn. Some people wait. In other places and provinces, people wait months to get on a show. Months. Oh, you didn't get on this week or next week? Go fuck yourself. Wait. There's a show every night. You'll be able to get on stage time. People are getting guest spots that I can't believe are getting... Get, you know. It's nice to get guest spots. Um, there's plenty of opportunity for everyone. If people want these voices and whatever, who cares? Again, cream rises to the top. Anyone that's not going to stick around, it's not going to stick around. You can do this. Like you can, you can wait your turn and and just be good. Be good. Be patient. Fight for what you want. It. Thirteen years. Thirteen years. And from a booker's perspective, let people suck. 
Yeah, let people that's grow. That's kind of my thing with the woman stuff. And there's another hot take. I do, I do really do think that men tend to see women suck and they're instantly decided they suck. Mm-hmm. And yet we see, and because I think males can be, there's more camaraderie amongst male comics and it's more mm-hmm. social and fun to go out and go it's on shows together. Yeah. So they're doing a lot of shows and mm-hmm. arguably more shows than women are. Yeah. In terms of open mics. Yeah. Um, but they can go throw shit at the wall, throw shit at the wall, throw shit at the wall, put and, it and stink on stink, 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 yeah. stink, stink, have a good set. And everyone goes, he's growing. Yeah. Whereas like a woman doesn't impress you maybe two times that you've seen her mm-hmm. and it's she's not funny. Yeah. And I, 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 I truly do believe that. I'll die on that hill. Mm-hmm. And so by that standard, I just want women to be sucking more consistently. <laughs> yeah. Give them the chance to suck. And here's the thing. Most, most, most comics stink. <laughs> most comics. That's the quote. Stink. With, yes. with, in the nicest possible way. It's true. Most comics stink. Here's the thing. More comics are men than yep. they are females. But still, no matter what, you know, Male, female, non-binary, whatever. Most comics stink. The majority. Unfortunately, you know, there there are more men doing it. Yeah. So it, it, it's more diluted. Mm-hmm. The drink is not as strong. Yeah. There's less women oh, that's great. doing comedy. Yes. Which and means so the, drink is, the drink is stronger. Yeah. So when you taste a, a cup of female comic, you go, ooh. Oh, there's very little oh, that's shit. appealing to that. No. There's a more balanced exactly. men where you go. It's not my favorite drink, but I can. I, I can, prefer I, this to this. It's drinkable. It's you can less, drink there's the whole, less booze in this than this. You're gonna drink the whole that drink. I can take the alcohol less in this than I can in this. And that's it's probably it's just a numbers thing, and it's just a balance thing. There's, but like so many people don't get that, and they don't acknowledge it, and. It's frustrating. And mind you, I'm not going to make it my the whole... I'm not going to dwell on this. But I guess what I'm just saying is, is like, I would like to prioritize giving, like, opportunities to these people who might not be on other mics. Yeah, reach out. If you see people not getting on other shows, reach out to reach them. Out. Reach out. Yeah. Being proactive. There's nothing wrong with that. To fill a quota because it makes you look good, it's ill intentions. Ill intentions. That's donating to the homeless because someone might take a picture of you exactly. donating to the homeless. Exactly. You're not trying to help people. You're trying to look good. Mm-hmm. And that that is a problem. Mm-hmm. That is 100% a thing I think some people do. You know, it's a lot of fucking wolves in sheep clothing <laughs> that go, we're promoting this and we're promoting diversity and we're opening voices. Nah, nigga, you're trying to save yourself. you trying to, when, 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 when shit does become equal, every, you want people to go, he was one of the good ones. And that is that that to me is just as foul as some guy going, I don't book women on my show. I don't find them funny. That I, man is just not as business savvy as you. Yeah. Yeah. You're selling this you're selling the same fucking snake oil. You just gotta put your label on it. Truth. Damn. <laughs> Anyone wanna laugh with my comedy album? You can get it on uh, iTunes right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's let's wrap because we're we're coming up on mm-hmm. the on the roast. So, uh, um, thank you for doing this as always. Oh, happy! I'm always a treat. Sorry, I wasn't as upbeat as usual, but what? 
Oh, this was great. <laughs> Good, I'm glad. Um, so tell everyone, I'm mm-hmm. you, tell everyone where they can get your album, mm-hmm. where they can follow you, all that. Well, when this airs, uh, Kill the Funeral will be out uh, now, today, uh, when this airs, hopefully. Uh, so it uh, you can check it out on iTunes and Apple and all that stuff. Please go get it there first. It'll be everywhere else too. But that is the one that uh, helps the artists the most and, you know, really promotes their stuff and, you know, bumps them up. You know, it's always good to have a number one credit on something. So please uh, check it out on there if you can. Uh, other than that, uh, watch this hour as 22 minutes. Uh, every Tuesday I write on that. So occasionally you may hear a, a joke that's mine. Um other than that, uh, April, Halifax Comedy Fest. I'm doing two tapings, one at the casino yes. uh, and one at the Lower Deck. Uh, both filmed for TV. You can get tickets now there. At Fuck the yeah. So uh, go jump on that. There's a lot of great local guys. And it's a big stacked up lineup. There's John Doerr and Orny Adams and Kevin McDowell from Kids in the Hall. saw that. That's madness. It's a, it's a sick lineup, and I'm honored to be a part of that. Uh, other than that, uh, if you happen to be at WrestleMania <laughs> April 2nd or 3rd, uh, I'll be there uh, losing my shit. I'll be the uh, so cool. guy losing his mind with his buddy. And, all thanks uh, to Clifton Cromo. Yeah, all, all thanks to Clifton who inspired me to um, just do it. Inspire, don't influence. You know, yeah, inspire, uh, don't influence. Uh, don't forget, I am Halifax's uh, third best comedian, but the only stand-up comedy on, comic on the list that does make me the number one stand-up comic. So uh, fuck you, Chris Halef, Albert Coombs, Kyle Barnett, Sam Bartle, uh, Pregina, I like it, but I'm still better, uh, Vince Hoban, uh, or Vincent Alexander, whatever last name you're going by these days. Same with old Petey Boy, Martin Edwards, uh, Catherine Robertson, Ian Black, uh, Richard Allen, Daniel Allen, uh, Etai Cooperman, uh, who else do we got in mind? Robbie Vino, uh, Kyle Carpenter, Vicky Welch, Alva Marie Sparkles, Aging Gabriel, Sarah McClellan. Uh, I'm better than all, Matt Baker, uh, Clifton Cremo. Still coming. I am the ethnic comedy of Halifax, nigga. Don't try to step in my place. You've been here three years. I've been here a decade longer and then some. Uh, but thank you for inspiring me to get WrestleMania tickets. Uh, is there any other comics in Halifax? I don't know. Sarah, she does comedy. Yeah. Uh, fuck her, too. I'm burning all these bridges right now. Hello, city. Uh, Alicia McCarville uh, and all your fucking tickets. TikTok stuff. Uh, <laughs> dance your way out of this one, bud. Uh, <laughs> I'm just playing around. Uh, God love you all. Go for all the laughs. Uh, the funniest Fuck. person is my girlfriend, Lauren. Uh, so she's better than everyone, even me. Isn't that so mm-hmm. funny? That some like non-comics can be the funniest people. Yeah, because they don't desire it. They don't fight for it. They don't need it. And you know, they don't have the ego. They're just—it's just pure funny. It's just with no there. ego. It's just there. I know there's some comics I didn't name. They're like, well, they didn't name me. Steve Mackey. Yeah. Uh, he's not watching. God, this who else? Dan Hendrick and Claire Belford. Uh, do I need to go into New Brunswick? Sure, we will. Why not? Brian Otter, Brian Godso, uh, John Forward, Shane Ogden. Uh, fuck y'all. I'm better than y'all. Um, <laughs> Matt Keenan. Adrian Gabriel. Yeah, I was at Adrian. Oh, did you? Uh, yeah, I got on. I got on her. Brittany Campbell. Uh, I got nothing but respect for you. Uh, you <laughs> <laughs> Freddie Campbell's yeah, episode yeah, will be yeah. episode before yeah, this one. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So I am, I am the third best comedian. But I'm, I'm congratulations the, I'm, I'm, on winning I'm, first place. I'm the, the best real, of the scene. The real first place. Yeah, the real. First the real place. first place. Everyone knows bronze is where it's at. I'm yeah. holding my fist up at the podium. 
Yeah, um, I mean, the third Jurassic Park movie, not that bad. <laughs> I'm, that's the first time I've ever heard that, but sure, I'll go with that. Uh, why not? Am I freaking anyone else on the show that... Uh, Fuck. Oh, uh, the other 22 minutes right is here working right now. I'm better than all you... No. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm playing... I've literally had to call. You know I'm what? Two drunk. and a half hours. Around. If they if they if they heard if that. they hung in this they deserve to be lambast. Why are you sitting around listening to comedians talk comedy? Go work on comedy and then you might be as good as me. Um, uh, Emma, you yeah. keep, you keep up the good work. I'm better than you, uh, Farah, um, <laughs> uh, Brian McQuarrie, yeah, Amanda Brian Spriggs, McQuarrie. Dave Sears, breaking all your niggas necks. Um, <laughs> 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 This kid is on fire. Uh, no, I'm just fucking around. He's um, just on tequila. Not even. Like, I'm not even drunk. You, you had a couple <laughs> shots. Sure more. I had the one and I had the mixed drink. And then three blue lobbies? Uh, yeah, a couple blue lobbies. I'm like, yeah. I'm like just playing well, around. You have to judge a roast battle, so. I do. So I got to, you know, I'm just getting in my roast mode. Oh, I can't uh, wait. A liquored up kid. Yeah. Roasting. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be you know, great. I, mean, I just, bet you, okay, I, <laughs> I bet you anything, this will already be out after the roast, mm -hmm. I bet you anything Travis's responses to these roast battles are going to be funnier than the actual roast. Not now. He <laughs> jinxed that. Did I fuck? Yeah, it's okay. That's all right. Um, He's going to suck. We roast a lot of comics here. I think I forgot some. Oh, I forgot Martinello and Durham and Jim, but uh, again, I'm only roasting real comics. Um, no, I'm, just, I'm fucking around. I'm fucking around. Jesus Christ. I don't need any more fucking text messages after every goddamn time I'm on here. Um, <laughs> and uh, God love Kyle Rittenhouse of Halifax, Scott McLean. There we go. We did it. We're done. We did it. We're done. Bring um, that bell. Seriously, guys. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> Well, listen, if bridges get burnt, might as well do that beyond. Yeah. Thank you for listening to the Intoxicated Podcast. If you enjoyed this week's episode, make sure you subscribe on whatever podcast app you use and leave a rating or review on Apple Podcasts. You can also give us a follow on Facebook and Instagram at Intoxicated Podcast and check out our video episodes on the Intoxicated YouTube channel. Until next week, feel hard and talk hard. Intoxicated Podcast is hosted and produced by Sarah McClellan, co-produced by Sarah Nicole, and brought to you by the messiness of life. <laughs> <laughs>